on your left. Welcome back to another fine episode of Three Beers and an MCU. Name still pending. I am your host, Bernie, or Burn Appetit on Instagram. And, as always, I am joined by my two co-hosts. You may know them from Three Beers and a Mic, or the podcast Burn Appetit. Please welcome to the show... Karnak and Gorgon. Say hello, Dwayne and Scott. Hello, Dwayne and Scott. Ahoy! (laughs) Brought back the ahoy. Well, we haven't done burn appetite in a while. I gotta get it in. He's been itching. (laughs) Skay, do you know who Karnak and Gorgon are? Uh, No, I do not. They are the Inhumans. So that's oh, okay. Now I remember them now. Karnak has the best power ever. He, his superpower is, uh, or his like mutant power is, he can find the weakness in anything, and then he karate chops it to, to like break it. Uh yeah. I think he sent me some pictures of his comics before, just like karate chopping stuff. 
and Gorgon has like a powerful foot. <laughs> he like stomps <laughs> it and sends people flying, or he like hits the ground and like kicks and like sends. It's pretty. I bet stupid. his dogs are barking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So this week we are doing a pretty uneventful movie called Endgame. Um, we decided to bring back uh, one of our guests that we've had quite often on this series. He is the host of Three Beers and a Mic. Please welcome to the show, Rami. Say hello, Rami. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for having me on the, uh, well, what some people would say the um, end of their run of Marvel movies. I know that there's a movie that comes after this, but as far as people are concerned, the last 10 years ends with Endgame. So to be on this episode is very special. So thank you so much. Spoilers. Well, it's not yeah, the I mean, end of this phase, though. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Most people would say it's the end, but it's not. So, but I'm can very I, honored to be here. Can I chip in one thing on that note? Sure. I wish this was the end. I wish this was the last <laughs> episode. I wish we didn't have to do Spider-Man after this. It just doesn't. Why? Doesn't seem right. This should. This feels like it should be the last movie. Like this should be it. That's what I'm saying. For a lot of people, it was. This was the end. Whatever came after that was a different phase. Yeah, I mean, or it really is. Spider-Man just leads really into the next part of what they're doing. So I think Far From Home is a perfect end spot for these 24 movie podcasts <laughs> that we've done. <laughs> uh, until we get to do Shang-Chi. Sure. Next week. <laughs> it right. comes out next week. Two weeks. Well, not if you're listening to this. This yeah, is gonna well, come out. Yeah, this is gonna, the movie's gonna be well out in theaters by the time this comes out. <laughs> so. All right. Well, let's go around the horn and say what we're all drinking, and then Dwayne can give us that lovely IMDB synopsis. Rami, you are our guest. You get to go first. So I actually brought out some really special beers uh, for this episode because it is a really special episode. Like I said, this is a ten-year uh, run of Marvel films that um, deserves some special brews. So I had recently requested, uh, I texted Dwayne a few weeks ago. I'm like, dude, have you seen this like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle beer that's been floating around the internet? And he goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, I actually found it. Internet? Yeah. It's a... It's a <laughs> I actually mutant... did know what he was talking about, but did not know where to find it. Okay. Well, <laughs> Fair. Uh, so I, it's the a, internet. Uh, you guys are still talking about the internet, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a. It's you a. Where to find the internet? I'm gonna read the can because it's really long. It's a double dry hopped, hazy India Pale Ale, mutagen, ingenious Ninja Turtle beer. Uh, it is from the Ingenious Brewing Company, and the can looks. It's about 8.2 percent alcohol per volume. The can looks like a mutagen can from the actual film. So it's, it's really, really cool design. And, um, it comes in a four pack. I was actually able to track that down. So I'm super excited to try that. Uh, I also have a, uh, new Belgium, uh, voodoo Ranger IPA. Ooh. And then I'm, I figured this podcast was going to be really long. So I got a, uh, 24 ounce Bud Light Chilada mango Clamato. Mm. Those are my three beers. <laughs> I thought that was a four loco for a second. When no, you no, it. no, that's a 
Bud Light Gelato. You go from IPAs to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I grabbed. So let's well, do this. I'm going to go next because I, too, have a special beer um, for this momentous occasion of 10 years worth of movies. Yeah, ultralight. (laughs) (laughs) I got good old Czech, but we call it American beer, Budweiser. Nice. (laughs) I got one of those. I got... Michelob Amberbach, and right now I am drinking a one-stop hop, which is an Imperial Hazy IPA from Breckenridge. Oh, nine percent. Ooh, he's got your beat, Rami. Yeah, you do have me beat, Rami. Yeah, you got me. Skay, why don't you go next? Uh, I just I got ultra for the podcast, and I (laughs) had my special beers last week. I did. We went to dinner next door. I wanted my fancy strawberry pretzel beer that I like so damn much, but they stopped fucking making it. It was a limited run. That's it. So instead, I had to have a, uh, a one of my sours. It's called Raspberry Sour. It's made in Irwin, New Crescent. And I had this other IPA. It was an orange creamsicle IPA. Uh, that wasn't bad. Uh, who the hell makes that? That was uh, Unity Brewing from La Trobe. Hey, right down now, the road. Is the sour spelled in your Pittsburgh accent? S A H R. Yes. Yeah. Oh, really? Sour. <laughs> yes, it is. That's really funny. I li- I did I like, like the name of that beer a lot. That's great. <laughs> well, Dwayne, I start with the uh, Samuel Adams uh, Porch Rocker. Lemon Rattler. And then I have a, it's a Harpoon Camp Wanamango. I don't know. It's a, a mango, some kind of mango summer beer. I don't know. <laughs> Not sure what that is, but we'll give it a try. It'll be and then I have uh, Rami's favorite domestic beer. PBR, baby. PBR. PBR. <laughs> Oh, that is my favorite, according to our blind taste test. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dwayne, hit us with that IMDb synopsis, and then we can hop right in Endgame. After the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins. With the help of remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to reverse Thanos' actions and restore balance to the universe. Pretty good. Not it's bad. not too bad. Wow. Oh, right. Not bad considering the movie's three hours long. I think they yeah, covered most of it. <sighs> All right, fellas, you ready to do this? Yep. I'm ready. All right. Like I said, we are doing Avengers Endgame. It came out in 2019 and it was the 22nd movie in release order. How much uh, money did this movie make? Oh, my God. Three billion. It's. Broke every record in the history of ever. Almost $3 billion. Yeah, We can talk about that after. Insane. Uh, the movie opens up with Clint teaching his daughter how to shoot a bow. Um, I'm sure this training won't be useful at any point in any sort of uh, TV show. <laughs> uh, having a nice little family picnic on the farm, wherever the farm is, uh, somewhere in the Midwest, I imagine. 
Clint turns back to his daughter and she's not there. She's just dust floating away. Then back to his wife and two boys uh, who were like setting the table. Uh, they aren't there either. Um, two things about this. First, uh, can you imagine how fucking terrifying that would be? How I was freak thinking out the same be? thing watching it today. Like I was like, like because it's not like they're in a crowd and like the kids got lost. It's a big giant open field. And also, yeah, you're not like, only that, but you have other people. Did everybody who are, go? <laughs> if you were in a crowd, you have other people who are also missing people. You know what I mean? So you right. can like talk to each other. He's by himself probably for miles. Yeah, he has no one left. Like, and there's no place they could have gone. Like, yeah, like it's just a giant field. I wrote on uh, here the opening of this movie is perfect. Focus on uh, a character that wasn't in the last movie and have a terrifying scene of loss. But I believe this was supposed to be a post-credit scene originally, right? Uh, well, it would. It would uh, well, I'll tell you why it's not perfect, Rami. Uh, because of a little thing called time zones, okay? Wakanda is in Africa. <laughs> oh, my God. So when Thanos snaps, it's clearly daytime. I would imagine it's probably 2, 3 in the afternoon, um, based on how we kind of saw the sun during the big battle. Um, now, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> if we assume Clint and his family are in the Midwest, they're probably on central time. Um, so that would put them at least seven hours behind Wakanda time. <laughs> So, so they're eating, I, they're they're eating breakfast their, in that. They're, they're having their picnic breakfast. at four in the morning. <laughs> I have. I I know you're gonna pick this movie apart, <laughs> like I know you are, and so I have a I have a side rant that I'm going to speak of when you get to that <laughs> point when you start like just disheveling this movie into its minute atoms, how it doesn't make sense and this doesn't fit here and this doesn't work. I'll be ready for you. I just think it was nice that Thanos, when he did a snap, said, all right, kill half of all of life, except for Clint and his family. Allow them to have this really nice lunch picnic for for a little bit and then kill his family. Oh, my gosh. Very, very nice of Thanos to do that. Well, the um, rate at people disappearing is different. We've seen that in the Infinity War. You're talking uh, <laughs> seconds. Well, you don't Minutes, know. Maybe people in space. You don't know how long the, the time change was there. Yeah, might have taken well, a while the for the in, power uh, to get in, there. They did the same thing in Infinity War too, because um, uh, Nick Fury and Maria Hill at the end of the movie are driving through yeah. what I assume is like New York or whatever. Um, but, Could have taken some time. You don't know. Uh, I think when you snap, it's instant. It, it was like going in a process. <laughs> <laughs> like Santa? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, the Marvel uh, Studios logo hits at this point. And then it cuts to Tony and Nebula in their spaceship. He's teaching her how to play paper football. Um, Nebula clearly isn't used to like having fun. So... Mm-hmm. Nice to see her get to do that. He teaches Tony... her about sportsmanship. <clears throat> I don't know about that. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> he extends his... I think he's... He extends oh, I his guess. hand and they says... Good game. Because you could tell that she was starting to get angry or emotional, and he extends his hand and says, fair game, you win. Um, wasn't that fun? And she's yeah, like, but yeah. that goes back to her and her sister. She never... 
could be her sister. That's why yeah. she was the lead. It's, it was a way for, for just a quick way of, for to show the audience that Tony's using this time to try to teach her how to control her emotions. Uh, and, I, don't uh, I think you are reading way too far into that. <laughs> I don't think so. Um, nope. I think you yeah, clearly what clearly what they were doing. Uh, Tony is tinkering with his Iron Man mask. He's recording a message for Pepper. Uh, not the first message. It seems he's kind of keeping like a diary. Mm-hmm. They've been floating in space for twenty two days. Uh, Nebula has been taking care of his giant stab wound that he had mm-hmm. from the last movie. They work on the ship to try to get it up and running again, but they cannot. Uh, it would be super sweet if some sort of cosmic being who is from Earth and spoke English would just happen to be flying by this specific spot in the infinite universe. Um, but no. we're not going to hold our breath because we're running out of oxygen on this ship and uh, it'll be empty by tomorrow. So, I mean, Captain Marvel's clearly looking for them, right? No, she's not. Yeah, she's on her way back. No, she was yeah. looking. For no, it. she was looking for them. That that's where the the pager, uh, you know, at the end of Infinity War, they're they're the pager goes off. Captain Marvel, I mean, has already met with the Avengers on Earth, is my assumption, and they are telling her, "You yeah. need to go find these guys." And because I'm sure there's a stress distress beacon on the ship. It's not a random. Well, then why is she introducing herself to all the Avengers in the room if if she's already met them? She's not introducing herself. She's introducing herself to. I don't. I never saw her introduce herself to Black Widow well, not, or Captain America. Like she didn't America. say like, "Hi, I'm Captain Marvel," but I assumed that that scene that they showed her with the Avengers was like. Part of this one, you know how no, like, like how else Ant-Man, would she know to fly there? You know what I mean? That's what I'm she, saying. Yeah, she had to be looking. They for never them. say they them. never say that she was purposely looking for them. But ever. well, you're to assume like you want why, you want that you part. That? You want that in the story? Her meeting them and going, "Hey, what happened? Uh, half the people disappeared, but we got people out in the universe. Can you go find them? You don't want that scene." <laughs> I I took this as completely. Well, how would they? As... How would she, how would she know that they were still alive and that's where they were? Because. T- like he said, Nick Fury's pager went off. She came to Earth. Yeah, she came to yeah, Earth and, and they don't the know who was on Titan and still alive. What are you talking they knew about? They have no was, communication. Yeah, but they knew who wasn't on the like who they knew. Tony and Peter Parker left the planet. Yeah, exactly. the The plan He's was Dr. in place. Strange. That they, yeah, the, the the Avengers had a coordinated. They that knew they no. Gonna, the Avengers never knew they were going to Titan. They didn't know they were going to Titan, but they knew they were gone. So how the fuck did Captain Marvel find them? I'm sure there's a distress signal on the fucking ship. The ship wasn't working. It was at one point. I 100% just thought that the Avengers had met Captain Marvel. Why would the Avengers have to go in that direction? Why would the Avengers who never met the Guardians before in their lives have their distress signal? Wait, no. There was an after credit scene where Captain Marvel showed up and said, where's Nick Fury? Yes. What does that have to do with them f- knowing that who's alive in Titan? They don't Nothing. know who's alive. They know people left the planet. They don't know who the Guardians are. Yes, they do. Because Nebu- uh, the Rocket Anyone Raccoon who's met and the Guardians was already on Titan. Yeah, Rocket Raccoon and Groot were there. And then Thor yeah. knew who they were. Thor brought them, yeah. And Thor yeah. knew where they were going. So and there was you, there was a, <laughs> a fucking end credit scene in Captain Marvel 
that showed her showing up showing up saying where's fury so they yeah. clearly had a meeting and they said you're super powerful <laughs> and you can travel through space very fast but why don't you go try to find her friends when you see her in the meeting in this movie dude i mean they're, they clearly said where's fury they met her beforehand and then she goes off and I tries disagree. to find them we need to move on. Not a random <laughs> just meet and greet. Like, oh, you're Iron Man from Earth? I know where that is. Uh, plus, plus, real quick, skinny St Tony Stark is very believable. I thought the CGI was really good for that. But go ahead. Cuts to Cap uh, and he's shaving. Nope, we're moving on. Okay, I was gonna just going to say real quick, nope. it's nope. weird to see Captain Marvel after like 20 movies. I kind of forgot she existed. Forgot <laughs> <laughs> she was a thing. Very true. Yeah. Um, the Avengers headquarters start to shake a bit, and we see Captain Marvel carrying uh, the ship of Tony's dead body. Since they uh, never solved the oxygen problem when she came to pick him up, and I mean, she's super they were fast. clearly light years away. She's just very quick. She can create the portal. She has the power from the thing. Remember? Those are so full of <laughs> shit. I know how this is going to go. I I, I, already, I I prefaced this entire podcast. How I know anyway, Tony's go. suffocated to death. He's dead. Bruce, Red, <laughs> Cap, Natasha all go and meet the ship. Pepper is there for some reason. Because uh, uh, they uh, knew she was coming. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's clearly sent a signal to the Avengers. I found the ship. Tony's alive. The ship that doesn't work, they send another message to the Avengers back home. Oh, Makes boy. sense. All right. Uh, Tony comes off the ship. Uh, it's a hey, miracle. Just, just FYI, this is not real, Bernie, by the way. I don't know if you know that. He tells <laughs> Cap uh, he couldn't stop Thanos and he lost the kid. Mm -hmm. uh, Cap says, Tony, we lost. Then mm -hmm. Tony realizes, oh shit, Pepper's right there. I forgot. I'm supposed to pretend to care about her. Let me go say hi to her. No, I mean, he. Um, Cuts back inside, and Rhodes is given a PowerPoint to this. Uh, uh, I just say to this woman. He says it's been 23 days since the snap, which means uh, Captain Marvel teleported with the ship back to get to get back to Earth through some portal that Dwayne made up. They Chaos all over the world. Shit. Oh my god! She doesn't space jump. She just flies really fast, Dwayne. No, uh, there's chaos all over the world. She fucking wants. We, we, you just can't make up powers for her <laughs> that we've never seen. <laughs> she went off with the ship at the end of Captain Marvel. Did you see her go through a space portal to go somewhere else? No, did she you just see her fly one. really fast. It, that was the warp drive. Me. That was the yes. warp drive. That's <laughs> the whole point of Captain Marvel. That's like the movie. <laughs> no, that's to build one so humans can use it, not for her to use it herself. She shit. is it. She has the powers oh, of it. She off. is the warp drive. Uh, there's chaos all over the world. Governments are in pieces. 50% of everything is gone. Uh, Why does it look like an apocalypse, though? Like, dude, because like when people when, to take care of shit, like, the, no, but not everybody's gone. But, Dwayne, when world governments collapse and you're, you know, half of your leadership is gone and people are just destitute and riots start, burnings. Burning of buildings, people, dude. I can totally see that happening. Random alien creature comes in, snaps his fingers, and kills off half your planet. Your planet's gonna look like crap in about a week. 
So, Dwayne, you're making up powers for Captain Marvel about <laughs> traveling through space portals, but you cro- your line is set at mowing of grass. Is that is that basically? No, I'm not. I'm not saying. I just it just seemed like apocalyptic, though. Well, I mean, like, half the world died. So I know, but it was only like a few days. Like twenty three. Yeah. Uh, three weeks Thor is a long time. Thor is pouting and brooding in the corner. Uh, Cap says we've been hunting Thanos for three weeks doing deep space scans. Um, that must be how they picked up Tony, those deep space scans. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> just scanning all of space, <laughs> infinite space. Uh, nor do they really have the tech to travel to deep space unless Thor uses his, uh, his new axe portal power, the Bifrost Storm- and uh, Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. Tony's mad. He says Thanos is unbeatable. Uh, he's saying he needed Cap. He also says, I remember saying we needed a suit of armor around the world, whether it impacted our precious freedoms or not. Um, but two seconds ago, he said Thanos isn't beatable, so why would his suits around the world do anything? But uh, he also wanted the government to control the Avengers. So <laughs> Yeah, and his suits killed so many fucking people through two movies because they did it in Iron Man 3 and uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah, <laughs> so like, like Tony, you had your chance at your suits around the world, and it didn't work. No, I mean so. Steve. Steve tells Tony, he goes, "Well, you fought him. Tell me what you know. Tell me some information." He goes, "I didn't fight him." He goes, "He stabbed me in the stomach, left me for dead, and then killed the kid, and just go run away and hide." He's like, "Take my, take my." uh um, reactor off my chest, puts it in his hand and says, you use this and you go hide because we got nothing. And he calls him a liar and then passes out on the ground. Yeah. There's more tension and drama between Cap and Tony in this like five minute scene than there is in the entire Civil War movie. <laughs> no. The Bullshit, end of Civil man. War, the end of Civil War when here. Cap is beating the shit out of Tony. Come on, dude. That that was intense. But that that but fucking that ending was intense. intense. Bullshit, it wasn't. That was CGI like suits fight. I mean, like legit, like face to face tension and drama. And uh, there was plenty of that in that scene too. There's been plenty of it throughout the whole thing. Not like yeah. this. This is this is the biggest instance of yeah. It should be a build up drama. But right? this is their first. <laughs> this is their first conversation they've had since Civil War. Anyway, right? Captain Marvel says they haven't talked. Kill Thanos. Black Widow says, "Wait, we want to come too." Uh, no one knows where he is except Nebula standing there in the background. She says he's in the garden. Rocket pulls up a map of the universe and basically says he too has known where Thanos is for the last two days. Uh, pinpoints the planet. That Nebula says, yep, there he is. And they go. So I don't know why that took three weeks. It was <laughs> they had uh they've been in constant communication with Tony and Nebula, apparently. So I don't know why that took three weeks to figure out because it took about two seconds <laughs> they were standing around to find him. But okay. Well, I know. I answered my own question. Deep space scans. Yes. That's how they Next. did it. Uh they come up with a plan, go kill Thanos, use the stones to bring everybody back. Uh, Bruce says, how do plan. we know this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Pretty much the only plan you could possibly have. But <laughs> Bruce says, how do we know this will end differently than it did before? Captain Marvel says, 
because before I wasn't a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, therefore you could see how fucking powerful I am. I could have ended Infinity War in two seconds, but we needed Disney to make billions of dollars, so I was hiding for a bit, which is a really weird speech to give, kind of meta speech of her to say there, but not one to judge. Uh, Thor gives his approval. Of Captain Marvel. Over there. <laughs> I'm so angry. Uh, Cap says, let's go get the son of a bitch, and then the title card hits. Great line. Dude. The it's a great impossible... line. He never curses ever. Yeah, Cap said son of a bitch. He never, That's, ever, was... ever curses. And he said, son of a bitch. What a great way to show the title card. Awesome. I have that written down. I have Loved that written it. down. It was genius. And I'm sure Bernie hated it. Yeah, I just I just <laughs> thought nothing of it. Ah, come uh, on, man. Everyone cheered in the theater. Everyone did. When he said that, everyone was like, yes, Captain America cursed. I, I noticed he skipped over the music when they showed the Marvel logo, too. I don't remember it. It immediately went to, like, 80s music. I, I was like, oh, we're going to space. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know we're in space. The impossible title to guess of Avengers 4 Endgame. No one guessed Endgame. Leading up to it, except for everyone, uh, they miraculously fix the guardian ship immediately and jump to space <laughs> to the planet where Thanos is. Well, yeah, they have resources, mm hmm. Of course, lots of them since half they the showed them dead. go through the jump portal. Come on, yeah, they have to fix the ship that wasn't working the day before, or a couple hours before when they brought it in. No, no worries. Uh, Captain Marvel does some recon, says there's uh, no armies, no defenses, it's just him. Um, Thanos, used, Thanos used one of his uh, snap wishes on a log cabin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's done. Cabin he's, and, uh... he's retired. He's finished. His armor is on a, some sticks like a scarecrow. He's picking vegetables, making a stew. Yep, he's, he's picking eating... some fruits, making yeah. a stew. He's finished. Half his half his body is burnt, and the gauntlet is like Bernie, melted into his hand. He he watched that. He watched alone a lot, and he was like, "Oh, that's what I'm doing. I'm done with mm, all this." Yeah. <laughs> Got all the hints from watching alone. <laughs> uh, they all hold him down, and uh, Thor cuts his fucking arm off, which is insane. Yeah. Uh, Rocket looks at the gauntlet, and the stones are all gone. Thanos used the stones to destroy the stones since they serve their purpose and would only lead to temptation by himself or others. Pretty smart plan, Thanos. Um, plus, he knew the Avengers would probably come after it again. Of course. To undo of course. it. So, uh, Thanos is about to give an apology to Nebula, which she desperately needs to hear, and Thor cuts his fucking head off. <laughs> uh, and that is the end of Endgame. So it is time to rank them and rate them. <laughs> Do you remember uh, watching this the first time and that happens though? You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was awesome. I did not see that coming. Cuts to five years later. Cap is in a therapy sesh with one of the Russo brothers. He's and uh, well, we'll get there. Relax. All right. All right. He's talking about not knowing what to say on his date. Um, this is so the Russo brothers said they wanted to put a 
um, gay character in the MCU for the first time. So this was them doing that. Um, I <laughs> they gave a lot of interviews after the fact about like how great it felt to put a gay character in, and like I just thought it was like the don't hurt yourselves, pat yourselves on the back for this fucking scene of you just mentioning that you had a date and then you said like, oh, he he said this. <laughs> and then that's like all they do for the gay character is they mention that, that he was dating a he. <laughs> I was going to ask you where the gay character was in this scene. Like, I didn't remember that. I just watched the movie an hour ago. Exactly. It's like, it's like I'm torn because I think to show that you're most inclusive of everything, you have characters and stuff, and then you don't mention the fact that they're different because they're you know they're just people. You know what I mean? They're not different. They're everyday people. So there's that side of it. But then they give the interviews afterwards where they're like patting themselves on the bat about oh yeah we made the first gay character in MCU. And it's just like eh. you could have like showed the other guy in therapy with them, like holding hands, and you know what I mean? Like yeah, one guy at the therapy session just mentions he. He that's all he says is like he's like. He's talking about his date, and then he goes, yeah, yeah, and then he he something, something, something. He started crying or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, come on, man. It's uh, like, I don't know. They could have done yeah. that so much better. Um, they could have made Hulk gay or something. Probably. He's a bear. <laughs> uh, Jim Starlin is there. Skay, do you know who uh, Jim Starlin is? He was the ball I guy with the little earring. Uh, no, didn't stand uh, out to me. I will tell you that he created some stuff in Marvel Comics, and I'll let you guess as to what he created. Uh, big, big, uh, big purple guy, uh, some sort of gauntlet uh, with oh, Thanos. Oh, stuff. oh, okay. There you go. Infinity gauntlet. gauntlet and all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that was pretty cool to see him in there. Uh, we've got a couple of the um, creators in the movies and background roles and stuff. Um, they don't get paid for the movies. Cap talks about having to move on because if we don't do anything with what we have left, then Thanos should have just killed us all, which is uh, pretty deep. It cuts to San Francisco, home of Skay's favorite superhero. There's a familiar brown van in a shitty warehouse full of a whole bunch of junk. A rat steps on some buttons and activates the quantum portal that Ant-Man has been stuck in. Um, See, here's walk- my problem, too. In this apo- apocalyptic world, that van would have just been fucking left wherever it was. Nobody would have picked it up and put it in storage. <laughs> Taking the tires off it, the gas out of it, <laughs> the battery... <laughs> This quantum uh, tunnel that's in the back of it. So, um, Skay, you texted me and asked if I was going to mention the rat and if I had a problem with the rat activating the quantum portal. I do not have a problem with the rat doing it. My problem is more on why it still has power to it five years later when the car was on uh, whenever he got stuck into it. So the battery would clearly be dead. The car would be out of gas. Uh, yeah, you would no think. reason why this should be powered on at all, let alone from a rat stepping stepping on a button. But Robbie, what are your <laughs> thoughts on that? I don't have my camera up, so I can't see you stewing over there. 
Look, I, I like I said, I, I made a rant on my notes of um, things that I wanted to talk about because I know that you're going to pick apart a lot of things in this movie, especially about car batteries and quantum realm portals and time travel and whatever the case may be. So I'm going to wait and talk about that a little later. I had no problem with this scene. I was completely fine with it. Not at one point at any time have I seen this movie, which I've seen probably five or six times, did I think when the rat stepped on the button, huh, I wonder why that uh, car battery is still active. <laughs> well, that's what we do here. And I have, <laughs> I, I, have, I have a scenario on why I didn't think that, why those things didn't bother me. I have a rant. I will discuss it when you start picking apart this film. I assume it's because you watch the movie in 3D with your rose-tinted glasses. No. I, I, and I thought we were going to get to that at some point. Like, where did we all see this movie for the first time? Because we ain't got time for that, baby. Okay, here, keep moving. All right, go. Hitman's man's back, Skay. He's back. Great. Uh, Ken awesome. Jong is a security guard. Did you notice that was Ken Jong, Skay? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I noticed it. that as well. <clears throat> he sees Ant Man make a sign that says "Help" for the camera. Uh, good thing there was marker in that cage of junk. Didn't do that. That's sweet. Why not? There might be, a marker. might be a might, marker in his van. Might be yeah. rat shit. Sure. It could be <laughs> rat shit. It's true, Sky. He walks around with a wagon of junk and asks the kid what happened. The kid says nothing. Um, and then he just happens to be right next to the memorial for the blip, which is great for us. So he goes over and he looks for Cassie's name, but she's not on there. Thank God. It's called The Vanished. Okay. Again, they can create this giant memorial, but nobody can pick up the trash. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been five years. Everybody's been working on the memorial. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, I don't know about you guys, but based on the approximate size of these monuments and the size of the names on them, do you think they could fit about 150 names on those things? 150 million names on those things? Yeah, but it might just be that city's. Yeah, that might be like a district. It could be, yeah, it could be just that particular area's vanished people. That would be the most logical sense. Um, I wonder. I wonder if uh, they split the country up in quadrants with the memorials, then, or if that's just like a maybe it's a California thing. I can't imagine they would do just a San Francisco memorial um, that size. I mean, there was a lot of uh, rock things there. So I imagine it's probably maybe like a California thing. Who knows? Um, he sprints home, leaving his uh, wagon of belongings. Runs a couple miles across San Francisco to get back to his house. Uh, thankfully, Cassie hasn't moved in those five years. Yeah, dude, this um, scene is so great. She's also 18 years old now, uh, which is super weird considering she was 10 years old in Ant-Man. It's been five years, but. Uh, time is different in the quantum realm, so who knows? <laughs> can't be bogged down by these little details. Oh my god, uh, like <laughs> I can't believe you looked that up. I have, like I have a good note here. <laughs> Jeez, what's your good uh, note? Cassie keeps getting older, but Paul Rudd just stays the same age. Yeah, man, he's forever youthful. <laughs> he's like 52 years old, and he's he looks incredible. That's why I he, picked him. He ran as... across town to find her. Yeah, that's why I picked him as my husband. Yeah. Well, 
It's not like they could cast literally anyone in the world to play older Cassie, so it makes sense. Now, this scene uh, is wonderful. He he shows off a very um, real emotion of seeing your daughter like five years later. And I, I thought this was a great scene. Like that seemed very believable to me. Great. I agree. Um, let's see. Cuts to a Zoom meeting with uh, Black Widow's having with Nebula, Rocket, uh, Akoya, uh, Captain Marvel, and Rhodes. <laughs> this people will like this note. Well, half our listeners will. Well, that's not. We get some new haircuts and hair dyes because women wouldn't have the same hairstyle for five years. <laughs> so just the women have new hairstyles. All the men look exactly the same, but you know. <laughs> not Black true. Widow has not the... true. In this yeah, scene, for the most maybe part. true, but for the most part, well, I know what you're going to say, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Um, Captain Marvel has like the real like the what do they call that the real short haircut it's not a bob but whatever it's called the Karen haircut and then Koya uh, is the same yeah well she's <laughs> now does she have to be bald or is it's, she probably has to be because they're all bald I think right? that's part, like, of part of the, the uniform guard yeah thing if you're talking about if you're talking about hair then. I really like the fact that they showed Black Widow's red hair is coming back in, and she still has the blonde tips. Um, it shows you that time has it passed. Like, it was like pink, wasn't it? Yeah, but I mean, like she had blonde hair in Infinity War, which she clearly dyed, and then you know her natural hair is coming back, so the blonde tips oh, are still relevant. Yeah. I didn't think it was natural. I thought she dyed the top half like pink. It looked. I don't know. No, her no, natural hair was supposed to be her is, natural is hair red. Color. Yeah, her mm. natural hair color is red, but she still has those blonde tips because that was from the blonde hair dye she put in her, you know, her hair five years ago. I think she probably kept dyeing her hair blonde for a while. I mean, her hair didn't grow very much in those five years, right? <laughs> she had a super yeah. short haircut in Infinity War. It unless, was like, unless it was, that like bleach job that she did originally just like fried her roots or whatever you know and it just didn't grow back in real fast yeah it's i mean i don't can't speak to whether it would take five years but we'll have to ask them i guess they don't actually have a butler like they but no this this scene with with with, uh okoye rocket captain marvel war machine nebula i really like this dynamic because um (laughs) What? Nothing. It's great. I thought it was awesome. They're all kind of bantering back and forth. They show that they're they're like just uh, reconnaissance missions at different points around the Earth, trying to help everyone around just, the universe. Around the universe, yeah. Captain Marvel basically tells everyone, "Man, there is a lot of stuff going on in multiple planets that you guys are not aware of that I'm trying to, you know, help. So yeah, I'm not going to be around uh... for a while." There's something about volcanoes that she has to take care of in another There's an planet. earthquake under the ocean. And 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 Black Widow says, "Well, how are you going to handle that?" She goes, "I'm not. There's an earthquake under the ocean. We don't touch that. There's nothing we can do." Yeah. I, I really like this. I really like this scene. Yeah. Well, whatever Captain Marvel was doing, it's not as important as trying to get back half of all of life. So she, she but she a... said but she said the 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 that the 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 half of like you said half of life has been discontinued on earth 
so has it been on multiple other planets. Other planets have had half their life deconstructed yeah. as well. She's trying to help everybody. Yeah, so instead of helping them get those people back, she's off doing something with volcanoes. What they're doing is getting a reason for her to get out of the movie because she's too fucking powerful is what they're doing. I understand you were going to say that, but I'm saying that that's okay. She's very powerful mm. superhero. They're trying to show the audience that she's taking care of other galaxies problems. She's seems not like, an exclusively Earth character. It seems like getting the stones back uh, would be the, the number one thing. Well, they have no way to on. get the stones back. They didn't, right? That wasn't even a thing yet. <clears throat> oh, well, the, if only they could call her. Let her know, hey, we have this plan. Okay, I'll be right back. Nope, I got volcanoes I got to deal she with. Said, and, uh... She said at the end of that, you probably won't hear from me for a while. Yeah, she goes, I'm going offline. Uh, I got to okay. take care of all this shit. Come on, she man. She says that to the audience. You guys are not going to hear from me for a while. Yeah. Man, your notes Great. suck for this episode, Bernie. Yeah, whether, Did you watch you, this movie? No, they're fucking making up literally everything. Whether you like what that they, or what not, am I they're explaining they just to make the up audience context why that isn't she's fucking gone. there. What am I supposed to say about it? It was there. They, she not literally made up. said she's, it. No, she said there. it herself. You guys are not going to hear from me for a yeah, while. Conveniently, my uh, ear, earpiece will be off because you guys are going to come up with a plan that would actually be more important than whatever I'm doing. But you can't have me here because I'm too powerful. So uh, well, you, you're not going to hear from me. What is be, uh, what do, what would her powers there. add to their plan? Like, they... They need multiple people for this plan. It's not like Captain Marvel can come back and just yeah, her, bang, I did the plan, suck that, it, you know? That's, very, that's a very good point. Her her being super powerful doesn't help them retrieve the stones in the time heist. It doesn't, it doesn't do hurt anything. them retrieve the stones either. <laughs> She's the most powerful <laughs> Avenger. Why would you not want her around? It's so crazy that you're like sitting watching this movie and like, how can I hate on this film? Just for three hours. Anyway, Robbie, Rose. Robbie, this is what twenty-four episodes in. You haven't figured out that this is kind of what this. I'm just very surprised. I'm just very. I'm glad I'm on this episode. Keep going. Well, you can, uh, you can sit off in the corner and deep throat Mickey here for a little bit while we power through this movie <laughs> this here. This is ridiculous. Rhodes sticks around to tell her a bunch of cartel guys are dead in Mexico. Hawkeye mm -hmm. is killing those guys he's been doing it for years great scene um nat cries over this news she steve, does steve cracks a joke about not being able to cook that should cheer black widow up loved it uh, it did cheer her up and i'm happy it did all right um whales We're are 45 in the minutes now. in robbie just fyi <laughs> yeah, and only like, like 15 we... minutes of the movie yeah, for real, we need to get moving here. That's not true. The movie is probably about 50 minutes at this point. Whales are in the Hudson now that there's fewer traffic and pollution. Thanos was right. Um, I kind of like kind of like this. It's nice to see uh, sea life coming back and planet healing. Uh, seems pointless to bring back uh, half the population just to have them die from like global warming and starvation and shit. Uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, Nat and Steve sh share thought on the idea of moving on as superheroes. Nat doesn't have any friends left to tower that her half, uh, half red, half blonde hair dye looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I like it. Like, can't you just cut the would. blonde off? Yeah, I, I, I like it. Of course, you do. 
Scott Lang does what he does best, and that's abandon his family the second he gets back to them. It's <laughs> character trait. <laughs> He's at the front gate of the headquarters. Uh, Scott tells Cap and Nat that he was in the quantum realm. He tells them uh, what was five years to them was five hours for him, uh, which makes total sense from what we saw in Ant-Man 2 because Janet Van Dye was in there for 30 years. Something like that, right? She was in the quantum realm for 30 years. Yeah. So she should have aged a day and a half according to this logic. <laughs> but she aged 30 years down there and got super old and long white hair and so uh, time works differently in the quantum realm, I guess. Ant-Man was in the time part of the quantum realm. She was like really deep in the quantum realm. Yeah, she was oh, in a different okay. section of the quantum realm. It wasn't the yeah. same. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's that part with the tardigrades and then the time part and then yep. wherever she was. And then the healing particles the are TVA also is. near the time part. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Skay. Okay. Um. So Scott has taken this idea of time slowing down in the quantum realm, and somehow uh, he figures out that you can enter it at one time, come out in another. Uh, why that would be the case, based off what we know from the quantum realm, I don't know, but it w- will work later. So he was right. <clears throat> uh Since Scott has no background um, in this level of science, uh, we need to legitimize this theory by bringing in one of our super smart guys, uh, Tony and Bruce. So they have to go see Tony. He has a daughter now named Morgan H. Stark. She's wearing an Iron Man helmet. That's a special gift for Pepper. Because if there's one thing we know about Pepper throughout all these movies... She loves the Iron Man suit. <laughs> <laughs> what a great gift, Tony. Yeah, but her suit is made for defensive capabilities. It's not for offensive. <laughs> I don't think it matters to you. It does, oh, though, does because it's for defense. Tony, because she doesn't want him to be Iron Man and risk in his life, and then he gets her an Iron Man costume. <laughs> no more surprises. Oh, so he had to let her know that he was building it. Couldn't surprise her with it. <laughs> oh, yes, that's what I meant there, yeah. <laughs> he told her ahead of time. Uh, anyway, Cap, Nat, and Scott show up to Tony's lake house to ruin his life. Um, His nice little life that he has built there. Quantum fluctuation messes with the Planck scale, which then triggers the Deutsch proposition. Can we all agree on that? Rami, would you yeah, agree Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I thought when they... They were talking about this. Yeah, I really coming into the movie, knowing it was about time travel. I thought they were going to get into the Deutsch proposition, and <laughs> damn, if you they didn't hit it yet. right on the head, right here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. I, they also use the gobbly gook preposition too. That helps. <laughs> uh, Cap says the stones are in the past. We can go back there and get them. Tony says, "Yeah, we're make everything worse." Um. Kind of on Tony's side here. Uh, life isn't the best for everyone, but why risk what life we have left? Uh, also, good point by Tony. Um, now, he hasn't lost Pepper, and they have a daughter, so he's kind of sitting prettier than a lot of other people, so it's easy for him to say that. But uh, 
tough decision to make. Um, kind of, he makes the decision pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the uh, the strongest Avenger comes in to convince him. The the idea, the idea of it is interesting. Um, Tony asks if their plans based on Back to the Future because that's how um, Scott's kind of describing it. He said that's not how quantum physics work. Which is weird because I don't think this movie is also how quantum physics work. But Black Widow says we need to take a stand. Tony says we did, and here we are. Oof, hard to argue with that. Cap says I get it, Tony. I'm happy for you, but this could be a second chance. And Tony says I got my second chance right here. I can't risk it. Absolutely, Tony. Don't risk your your kid, your wife. You got you got your second chance. But Tony also always abandons his family at Pepper, so we all know what he's going to do. Are they uh, drinking chocolate milk in this scene? Is that like a thing of chocolate milk that comes out? I don't remember. Uh, oh man, that's that's like all I could focus on during the scene was what it looked like chocolate milk that came out in like a wine like thing. I don't know what you would even call that. You'd pour a bottle of wine into it and then pour it out of that. But I don't know. I wanted I some of that paying chocolate closer milk. attention in my notes. Yeah, did I'll you even you watch this movie? <laughs> I let you down, Sky. I'm sorry. Um, without Tony, they got to get the next best thing, which is Bruce. Cuts to them in a diner, and Bruce is the Hulk, but it's Bruce's face on the Hulk, talking like Bruce, but he's big and green. He says, five years ago, we got our butts kicked and we all lost. Except for it was worse for me. I lost twice. The Hulk lost, then Bruce lost, then we all lost. So their plan is to go get the guy who can't count to two to figure out time travel. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I was died laughing whenever he said, I lost twice, then he named three times he lost. It's like, wait, what? Anyway, he spent 18 months in a gamma lab, and now he's got the best of both worlds. Um, these kids come over to get uh, pictures and autographs and stuff from the Hulk. One suspiciously looks like the gay guy in therapy. Gay, did you notice that? No, I did not. That's uh, one of the director's kids. Uh, <laughs> kids and like his nieces or and um, nephew. You can tell by their acting. One of them. Uh, <laughs> one of the kids looks literally exactly like uh, Russo. It's crazy. <laughs> Um, cuts back to Tony and apparently he can't afford a dishwasher because he's hand drying plates like a monster uh, he fumbles with the faucet he's in a cabin and... man you're not allowed to have dishwashers as a billionaire in a, in a cabin no, you, you can but you know he spent the money on that uh, high tech uh, 3D table he <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> spent so budget on that table looks pretty expensive <laughs> Sorry, Pep, we can't get the dishwasher. <laughs> that's that's what uh, her Iron Man suit's for. <clears throat> he fumbles. <laughs> he fumbles with the faucet and then looks at a picture of him and Peter. He goes to his little table computer thing to see if uh, their idea of time travel is doable. He does one last sim, and this time it's in the shape of a Mobius strip, 
inverted, obviously. Uh, yeah, um, you have to invert. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you not invert it? Uh, give me that eigenvalue of that particle factoring in the spectral decomp. <laughs> model renders and model successful. Hey, there you go. He just figured out time travel. Said it was impossible, but he didn't do the dishes beforehand. <laughs> he didn't know that you have to do the dishes first, and then you can figure it out with one. Well, one it, it was standing. the way he was drying the dish. He's like, oh, that's the shape you need. Yeah. <laughs> he was inverting the dish as well. He That's where he got yeah. the idea to invert the Mobius curve. I wrote, oh. I wrote this in my notes. I said that uh, Bernie's going to hate on the fact that Tony Stark figured out time travel so quickly. Let me comment on this right now. That's exactly what I wrote in my notes. Someone yeah, can't wait to hear this. Came to his house and gave him a different way of thinking. Okay, that's how geniuses and smart people sometimes get the result they're looking for. Is that someone comes in and gives them a scenario of something they never thought about. He's living in the woods with his family and his kids, and and his kid. And he's not thinking about going back in time and finding stones and, you know, bringing back all these people back to life. But they're giving him ideas of stuff he never thought about. They're talking about quantum realms and, and helixes and Mobius strips and all these different things. Oh, and it just gets you're him telling thinking. me Tony's never thought about going back in time to get the stones and stopping it? No, he didn't. Because that seems impossible. <laughs> That seems incredibly impossible. Why would he ever think that that would even be a thing that you could do? Because of all the movies they named. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, people are throwing in Hot Tub Time Machine and Time Cop and Back to the Future, and you think that that's going to just motivate someone to go think about time travel? I think no. the idea would Scott, float in his head. <laughs> Scott came in and said, look, I've been to the quantum realm. You don't know what that is. I'm telling you about it for the first time. I have a way of maybe manipulating time. Here are my thoughts. What do you think? And he says, I don't want to do it because I don't want to sacrifice my daughter and my wife. And but then he just starts drilling at him. It starts get it's just gnawing at him and he's just no, sitting there. You like, missed I the line though. Uh it's Ant Man that says to him, Look, I I I realize you have a lot here, you don't want to lose. The rest of us have actually lost a lot of stuff. Yeah, he goes. He goes uh, you've that gained with him. You can see. Yeah, you've you've gained things in your life. We've lost things, and they're not coming back. I want those things back. So, like I'm saying, I I knew you would say that he thought of this too quickly. He figured out time travel. It should take years and decades. And how is he to be able to do it so quickly? It's because he was presented with information that he didn't know was. Ex that he didn't even know existed. I, I'm going to stop you right there because I find it very hard to believe one of the world's smartest men has never heard or looked into well, the theory uh, of quantum travel. That's just travel. crazy to me, Bernie, man. You just can't we'll, leap uh, to that. We'll, uh, we'll get Elon Musk on the line. You just we'll can't leap to that I scenario can't just as a person of that. science. That's all you've been fucking doing this whole you time. You can't just leap to that as a person of science and say, well, we'll just go back in time, people. Why hasn't anyone thought of that now? Why aren't people doing that now? Why not? 
you've just like every, you've given me <laughs> a million other scenarios. You know where why? Just did because shit nobody knows camera. how time travel works because it's fake and it's impossible and you can't do it. It doesn't exist. No. Nobody he can did it in one in simulation. In a movie, man. Anyway, his saying. daughter's you're, his, you're, his you're daughter's to, sitting there on the steps watching. Uh, you're they trying to equate pop. this to real life, and it's not real life. He tells her a bedtime story. I think Rami needs a bedtime story as well. <laughs> um, she tells him, I love you 3,000. Uh, he says, I love you so much, but not as much as Peter. So I'm going to leave you in this nice life that I have to risk my own life to travel back in time and fight Thanos again. Which is a weird response to say to your daughter who says, I love you 3,000, but okay. Uh, cuts back to Avengers headquarters, and they're already field testing. Uh, it's been a couple hours since agreeing, so obviously they're at this stage already. Hulk says, we're going to send you back a week, let you walk around for an hour, then bring you back in 10 seconds. Uh, so by this movie's logic in the quantum realm, it's one hour for every year in normal time, right? If he's in, if he's in the quantum realm for an hour, a year passes in normal time, right? But now he's going to leave him there and they're going to travel. Oh, that's in the quantum realm. Okay. So this is time travel. So I guess they never do establish whatever. No, it Originally, it was five minutes for him in the quantum realm was five years on Earth. Five hours in the quantum realm. But this isn't the quantum realm. This is time travel. Five hours. This is is completely different. So forget what I was going to say anyway. Yeah. It's different. So they're going to bring him back in 10 seconds. Um, So um, Scott gets sucked in, and then Hulk immediately says on the count of three, two, one. (laughs) They didn't even give him 10 seconds. (laughs) Um, the Hulk again can't count. <laughs> so he said, "We're gonna let you. We'll bring you back in ten seconds." He brings it back in like four. Um, Did which he is say probably 10? why? I don't think he said ten. I don't remember. No, he says ten. He says we'll bring you back in ten seconds. Um, that's probably why it didn't work. And he comes back as like a little kid. And he comes back as a teenager, right? The first time. Yeah, uh, like a twelve-year-old. That's a little. They kid. didn't. They didn't Maybe. cook him long enough in the quantum oven there. Yeah, they didn't let He him came cook. back a little raw. Um, then he comes back as an old man, then a baby, and then there's pee-pee pants jokes. Come on, that um, was funny. That was funny. Speaking, speaking of jokes, Gay, what are your thoughts on the clown that is the Hulk in this movie now? Since Drax isn't in it, Drax isn't in it enough to be the uh, clown so far. I, I like the Hulk in this movie. Um He's you he like is the Hulk. best. He's the best of both worlds. I I really like the scene that they just had in the diner with Ant Man. Like the kids didn't want to take a picture with Ant Man. I can totally relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> so I I threw it to you because all you care about in these movies is who's powerful, right? Yeah, but like Hulk seems I don't know. He's he still still, still seems powerful. He's yeah, he's a fucking he, clown in this movie. I I. He know. kind of figured this out though. Like he just had the one thing wrong, and luckily, he said from the beginning, this is in his realm of science. Yeah, luckily somebody no, I mean, is like pulling up joke, in his nice I mean, Audi. Not to not necessarily give him the, the not, secret. I'm not talking about the fact that he can't count. I'm talking about like the fact that like he's like always he's just used for comic relief throughout the whole. Like not he's not the Hulk. Well, he's he's uh, not even Glenn Bruce. Bruce isn't even Bruce. Bruce doesn't even do this though. 
I know, movie. but he's a blend of the two now. Yeah, a blend of Bruce, who's not always joking around, <laughs> and the Hulk, who never jokes around, isn't a guy who does nothing but jokes around. He was pretty Son jokey in Ragnarok. Not to this level, he's he is the comic relief in this movie, or at least the first hour. Uh, I think that movie. that's Ant Man. I think Ant Man is the comic relief. Well, there's like eight comic relief guys, but the Hulk is <laughs> one of them. I I kind of would like to see this movie with a very intelligent Hulk that's just going around destroying everything uncontrollably. I I think that fun. would be a good blend. Be fun. I just want to see. I don't, I just want to see the Hulk be the Hulk, smash. And then he can be smart. He can be smart and smash, like you said, right? I don't know. He could be. Yeah. Like Kelsey Tony... Grammer being the Beast in the X Men uh, cartoon. <laughs> smart and smash. Exactly. Good job, Skip. Um, Tony shows up, tells him uh, the baby thing is EPR paradox. Instead of pushing Lang through time, you push time through Lang. Uh, Tony knows how to solve that problem. Matchy watchies. <laughs> I thought it was a bracelet. <laughs> it's the same thing. Who cares? Apple watches. Tony gives Cap his shield back. Uh, rocket lands and knocks the like a, a rocket lands. Yeah, rocket lands his ship. Knocks the taco out of Lang's hands. Um, rocket and Hulk have to go get Thor. I skipped over the the uh, roads coming in and scaring him, and also dropping a taco thing. <laughs> if anyone wants to comment on the rest of the taco falling out of his hand jokes, this would be the time. Well, he, he, well, he said, "Hey, Rhodes, careful when you come in. There's an idiot in the landing zone." Mm-hmm. And then Rhodes give... lands and says, "Hey, regular sized man." <laughs> yeah, I'll give Rami a, a, an opportunity to comment on the taco scene here. <laughs> Um, Do you want to give us some deep philosophical uh, philosophical uh, meaning behind him dropping his ta- his taco? Well, I mean, one of the one of the best lines of the movie was when um, Steve and Tony had their conversation, and they were just kind of reconciling about basically everything that happened or in Civil War, and they were just kind of hashing it all out. And I really like the line that Iron Man said. He said, "I have to." If we have to regain what we lost, I'm here to help. But I don't want to lose what I found. He's basically saying, if we're going to go back and bring all these people back, that's great. But I don't want to die, and I don't want to sacrifice my family just so you guys can bring back the people that you miss. And that was that was real. I really like that. And then, yes, I wrote in my scene. Isn't that what he's been saying from the beginning? Yeah. And then I wrote in my scene that Ant-Man gets his tacos blown away, and that's hilarious. And then Hulk gives him two new tacos. I, I nice like that. Guy. Yeah, what a nice guy. Um, so Thor set up a town called New Asgard. Yep. Uh, they see Valkyrie right when they get off. Um, and you know where it is, right? It's where Odin died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She tells Hulk that uh, Thor won't see him. We only see him when he comes out for supplies and looks at about 60 empty kegs of beer. (laughs) So they go inside and their place stinks and Thor has a big beer belly now. (laughs) Korg and Meek are playing video games. Um, 
Korg, um, I, I think I said in the Thor episode that I didn't think Korg was in the comics, but he is in the comics. He's in Planet Hulk yeah. storyline, which I read. Yeah. And they actually said he's one of the rock monsters from Thor's very first appearance in uh, Journey into Mystery. So that was kind of cool. Little tidbit for you. Um, Thor's happy to see him. Korg's playing Fortnite. Some kid on there calls him a dickhead. Uh, <laughs> New Master 69 is his name. I think that's uh, Skay's uh, gamer tag, isn't it? I Yes, I was featured in this movie. <laughs> Believe yeah, it or whoever not. has the, whoever has yeah. that gamer tag is was probably like losing their mind watching this movie. <laughs> like, oh my god! Um, Thor yells at him, tells him that he will rip his arms off, shove him up his butt. Uh, one of my favorite lines in the movie is Thor or uh, Rocket tells Thor he looks like melted ice cream. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, uh, like, yeah, because he was like, "I'm fine. Look at me. I'm fine." It's like, don't I look fine? <laughs> Thor no, does like not want to go cream. on this mission. Hates the idea of it. He just wants to stick around. It's pointless, you know. And then uh, Rocket tells him there's beer on the ship, and then he's in. <laughs> yeah, th- this scene is great because um, one of the things that Thor asked for in Thor Ragnarok, when you guys may have talked about this, I haven't heard that episode because it hasn't been released yet, uh, was that he was tired of wearing the wig. Chris Hemsworth was tired of wearing that big blonde wig. So that's why they shaved his head and put him into sort of like a more sort of, you know, current haircut. Um, When the Russo brothers came to him and said, Hey man, we want to put you back in the wig, but we're going to make you like really fat. uh, He, he loved that idea. So yeah, he he didn't have to work out. Yeah, he ran with it and said, that's fantastic. He goes, I will 100% put the wig back on if you make me a fat person. And so that's how you came up with, you know, the the Thor you see now. He's an alcoholic. He's gained a bunch of weight. Uh, his hair has grown back out, and he's just a depressed shell of himself. And you're right. They had to lure him back to the Avengers base with beer, basically. Yep. Uh Cuts to Japan and Clint is killing people as Ronan. Uh, does anyone else feel this plot point in this movie is so fucking pointless to everything? Like, why? Why is he Ronan in this movie? Other I kind of like, like it. Showing Fan his service. pain. Yeah, showing his pain, but like it's so inconsequential to the movie. It's just, it's just weird. I I just kind of like it's it. I like the idea a- of it. I mean, he it looks cool. He got really yeah. unlucky, man. He, he lost four he out of five a in the family. Haircut. <laughs> Showing off that new hairdo. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, Rami, any opinions on this? I'm sorry, say that again. I apologize. Why is this Ronin plotline in this movie when it's pretty inconsequential to everything? The Ronin plotline. Mm-hmm. You talking about Ronin from Gardens from Guardians? Ronin. Clint. Oh, Clint. you mean? Oh, I I I wrote in here. I thought that was awesome. You thought that was inconsequential. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great to show that a family man who lost his entire family became a murderous ninja and just started just 
he just he has no rules now. He's like, okay, you survived. Uh, you're a terrible person. I'm gonna go and kill you because I'm angry. I thought that was great. He's killing Look. like bad guys, isn't he? he Gang members lose. and stuff. There's nothing to lose. Is the all right? But yeah, he's he not exactly like, a good person either. If he's going he's, around killing exactly, he but he admits that in the in the film, especially later on in the movie, where he he says, "I've done some really bad things." He he's angry that Thanos Thanos's snap didn't eliminate these criminals. So he's like, dude, Thanos' snap killed my children. I'm going to no, go. I, get, I understand why he's doing myself. what he's doing. I'm saying it's so inconsequential to the overall plot of this movie. I just don't understand why it's in there. Other than sell a couple toys, get a couple fans saying, oh, that was cool. I like that edge I, to Hawkeye. I, 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 it was I interesting a little I bit. Think, I think it shows, big. Man, uh, it shows someone... Uh, it shows what someone would do if they lost everything and and wanted revenge and and you know scarlet uh not scarlet nat, uh, nat has to bring him back into the fold it's just like there's this whole avengers reassembled theme you go find thor you go find hawkeye you go find hulk you bring them back into the fold and this is their stories right hulk, thor's a drunk uh hawkeye's a murderer and hulk is uh merged uh human hybrid monster now so it's you know it's just a way to make the story Man. go forward okay uh nat is also there she tells clint <laughs> killing all these people won't bring your family back but this dumb fucking time travel plot will so uh come on board baby and he says i so he's in Tony builds a time, a giant time machine, a uh, whirly baloop, that's what I call it. It's this uh, looks like a big like claw thing coming out of the ground. Um, Scott explains that they have enough pin particles for one round trip each, so they're like, okay, well then we're going to go back in time, we're going to get a whole bunch of pin particles, and then we're going to come back to the future, and then we're going to go get all the stones. So that's Pretty smart. Get get unlimited pin particles in case something happens, and then you're not left uh, scrambling. Uh, wait, nope. There's enough for two test runs, and then he hits a button by accident, and then uh, gets small, then big again. He says one test run. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny. It was funny. It's, yeah, it's yeah. What's what's funnier than uh, fucking around and nearly ruining the chance to bring half of all existence back? It's a little joke because he hit the wrong button. Uh, Clint says he's going to do the, the test run. Uh, he's ready, willing to go. He's got a sleeve of tats now, so you know he's made some evil choices in the last five years. And a new haircut. That new haircut is evil. It's an evil haircut. I thought it was more badass haircut than evil. but I liked his haircut. Of course you did. Uh, you should get it. Give us your list of top ten new haircuts from this movie that you like. <laughs> uh, I also Rose like. Good. I also like Captain Marvel's haircut. You guys made fun of it earlier. Yeah, I, thought no. it was, I thought it was fine. Good. I didn't make fun of it. I said it was like a bob or whatever. The character. Yeah, I, li- I thought it was great. I thought it fit her. That's not what a bob well. is. That's not at all what no, a bob is. A bob. I don't fucking know what a bob it is. Like this, it was like she like had her head shaved on the side with like a swoop over. I thought I was like, ah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, whatever. I have no opinion on her haircut. I don't care. Almost like Rami's hair now. 
Plus this whole yeah, kinda. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut. yeah. Plus this whole scene was great because yeah, I know that you may not like the fact that Scott Lang wasted one of the pin particle, you know, potions or whatever, but then they got to start talking about like time travel in general. Not and there how yet. It works in this universe. Not there yet. I'm just saying. That's where my rant comes in. Okay. Uh, Rhodes asks if we can do if we can just do this. Why don't we go find uh, baby Thanos, kill him? Hulk says it doesn't work that way. Changing the past doesn't change the future. Mm-hmm. If you travel to the past, that past becomes your future, and your former present becomes the past, which mm-hmm. can't now be changed by your new future. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, kind of essentially the grandfather paradox that we discussed on our Tomorrow War episode on Three Beers and a Mic. Which you can yeah. find at crossestreamsmedia.com. Very good. It is. Um, Skay, do you have any opinions on the grandfather paradox? Uh, not really. That, that is when you go back in time to kill your grandfather to stop you from being born, but because... Um, how does that work? But because you weren't born, you couldn't go back go in back time to kill, kill him, yeah. so he still exists? Correct. Yeah. That's exactly it's just like correct. an endless. It's just like an endless loop. I I have no comments on this. In, in order to go <laughs> back nothing. in time and do something, you have to go forward in time first. Yes, and then go back. So that therefore, once you come back forward, it's a different time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, all you said was fucking gobbly good nope. there. Yeah, let's just. That's enough of this. Let's that? just move on to the next scene. If you go, they back all in time they all go back in time. You had to go. You had to get to this point in time that to go back. That's the most absurd it. thing I've ever heard, Dwight. Things happen. They get the stones, no, and then what? Sense, but re-listen. When you re-listen to this episode, just I, hear what you just said. It's insane. It's look, not insane. Look. Time travel movies, um, whether it's Back to the Future, Hot Tub Time Machine, you know, Hold Butterfly Effect. Yet. Hold on. Okay, fine. Let me finish my little paragraph. All right, go ahead. No. Wait. Did they talk about Hot Tub Time Machine stuff yet? All right, yeah. we can do it now. I'll allow it. Go ahead, Rami. Yeah, well, I was just saying, like, I was just giving some movie examples of, of movies that I enjoyed that talked about time travel. All of them have oh different... How much time do we have? Real quick, they have different versions of how time travel exists in their own mind. Do mm-hmm. we know how time travel is actually possible? No, because it's not a thing that is actually going to be a reality. But in movies and cinema, this is how Marvel is trying to explain how time travel works in their own minds. So whether you like it or not is inconsequential. So you can break it down into its in into its uh simplest form and try to say well this is stupid and that doesn't make sense and that would never happen but how do you know that you don't because time travel is not a thing that will ever (laughs) exist ever so if this is how marvel wants to explain it i'm totally cool with that their explanation of if you go back to the past that becomes your future how do do you know somebody hasn't gone from the future to the past to tell us that we can't time travel and we it'll never happen all right, we're not we're not going to get stuck <laughs> yeah, in this whataboutism for the next fucking I'm hour. I'm totally fine with Marvel's explanation of time travel. In in their are. world, this makes sense to me, and I don't nitpick it. That's all I wanted to okay. say. What are you guys' thoughts of them referencing Hot Tub Time Machine in this scene? I thought it was hilarious. 
Mm-hmm. You they, know they Sebastian Stan is in that movie, right? He is in that movie, and I wrote that in my notes. That is freaking so, <laughs> This one of many instances in this movie where they reference movies that their cast has been in, and I'm just sitting there like, eh. They also mentioned Time Cop, which is really funny. Time After Time, they mentioned that as well. Die Hard? Yeah, they oh, wait, mentioned that's Die not Hard. one. Yeah. That's so stupid. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, Clint does the test run. See how that GPS works. Uh, it's really simple, actually. Um, when you're traveling through the quantum realm, there's two paths. Um, the GPS makes you go through the right tunnel. So there you go. Yep. Don't go left, and you're you're good to go. Right tunnel to time zone, baby. Uh, Clint's family is alive and well on the farm. He hears their voices. He tries to run in and see them, but he gets called back to the present. Uh, next, they have to figure out how and when to get the stones. Um, good chance to catch up on uh, those 21 other movies that happened. If you didn't get to see them, which is gay when you first watched this movie, you didn't watch all those other movies, so this yeah. was probably a nice little recap for you. No, no. Nope. It was just very <laughs> confusing. <laughs> just totally yeah. confused the shit out of me. Do you think a general audience member is going to understand what Morag is? No, Before but uh, they no. give at least somewhat of like a backstory of like, oh, this was from this movie, this was from this movie. Well, um, the whole... Just, uh... You can get three stones if you go the right time in New York. Yeah, I, I yeah. wrote in my notes this whole brainstorming session is fantastic. I love how they're just all chilling out, talking, shooting the shit, and trying to figure out where in time these stones are. I thought this was all great. Yeah, so Thor talks about the um, ether and the plot of Thor 2. Mm-hmm. Rocket talks about the Guardians plot. Uh, yep. The soul. They talk about the Soul Stone on Vormir, Time Stone, and Doctor Strange pitch. Yep. Talk about how nice his house is on Bleecker Street. Skay, what's the name of the house on Bleecker Street? The Sanctum Sanctorum. Good job. There you go. Very nice. Uh, Very nice. Uh, Matt says, uh, "Guys, if we pick the right year, there are three stones in New York." Um, wow. That's really cool for us watching these people that uh I'm totally are in I'm New totally York. okay with them like reducing that sort of I understand that's a coincidence, right? I'm totally fine with them reducing oh, that is? to a coincidence. Well yeah, I mean it's a three hour movie. We gotta get moving here. Yeah, so you have three stones in one city and you go and send another team to find the other three. Totally cool with that. We no got problems. Six six stones, three teams. Skay, do you want to name the stones? Uh yeah, I'll name them. Uh you got the Space Stone, Mind Stone, Mind Stone, Soul Stone. Um I was hoping you'd name them with the teams that that were off to get them, but oh, oh, oh wow. You want me to do that? Uh so Nat and Hawkeye go to get the Soul Stone. Yep. Um mm-hmm. well man. they're as part of a team to get two stones, and then once they land on the planet, they split uh, up Rhodes and Nebula get the power. Yeah. 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 So Rhodes and um, Nebula, Power Stone, Nat and Hawkeye, Soul Stone. Correct. We got, and everybody else goes and get the gets the other stones. No. Except no, for Thor and yep. Rocket, go. who go to get mm-hmm. the the ether, the ether reality yep. stone. Yep. yep. And then Space, Mind, and Time are all in one team getting yeah. it from New York. Correct. 
Good job, Sky. <laughs> I I did it. <laughs> you did it. Um, Clint is holding a miniature guardian ship, uh, which we know he cannot do from the rules written in Ant Man One because it retains its mass. A little uh, raccoon could not hold a spaceship, but uh, uh, they didn't have any more pin particles remaining, so how they shrunk the ship for Clint to hold and take with them, I don't know, but he did. And <laughs> But also... Uh, Why wouldn't um, raccoon go into outer space and fly the ship? I don't know, but they do actually explain how um, they can fly the ship. It's on autopilot. Yeah. It's on autopilot. They just they just program the coordinates. Yeah, uh, because so they all rocket was key in extracting the ether from Natalie Portman. He had that little device. He could have given it to somebody else. Well, because he's yeah, small. Anyone could anyone could stab can, her. I mean, he's small and inconspicuous. He can kind of sneak around. I don't know. That's, that's... <laughs> yeah, giant rabbit running around. Giant. Yeah. Humanoid <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> Next they to fat Thor. <laughs> uh, they all go... even the on Asgard when he was running didn't they say grab the rabbit? Yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, they all go back in the time, go on their missions. First is New York, 2012, um, where we see they land right by the um, Avenger spin scene. So we get to see the Avenger spin scene again. Love um, that. Of course, you do. Hulk, Cat, Tony, great. and Scott are on this team. Two stones are uptown, one downtown. They watch old Hulk come and smash and kill some aliens and stuff. Uh, Smart Hulk is embarrassed to see his old self because he's ashamed of the shell of a character he will soon become. Oh, so I'm the only one who loves that they're back in Avengers 1? Like, I'm, I'm the only guy? What do you mean? I mean, that this is this is fantastic. They went back in time to the first Avengers movie. That is awesome. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, you love fan service. This is your shit. This is your yeah, this movie. was this was great. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you could watch that and say, well, that's a stupid idea. Uh, anyway, Dwayne's killing oh, aliens from God. the rooftop, shooting little blasts at them. <laughs> uh, that's the, oh, the ancient God. one, if, uh, if you're not yeah, a regular listener. One, no, it's Dwayne. It, but it is Dwayne. In this universe's canon, the ancient one is Dwayne. And Dwayne a, is the ancient one. What a great idea for her to be there during the New York scene in Avengers 1 helping out the Avengers. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Hulk, Hulk tells Dwayne, I'm looking for Doctor Strange. He says, you're about five years too early. Great line. Um, you would well, think the I am the Sorcerer were... Supreme, so. Yeah. <laughs> You would think the keeper of the time zone would be more precise about their time. It's actually years, five months, and sixteen days early. Oh my but, god! You know, who's who, who's counting? Uh, Dwayne asks what he wants. Hulk points to the eye of Agamotto, <laughs> and he punches Hulk in the chest. And they do that astral plane trick thing. Um, so we get to see Mark Ruffalo again. Then it cuts to Asgard 2013. Loki's in a jail cell, and we see Rocket and Thor sneaking in the background, which I thought I actually laughed at. You just see them like scurry across in the background. <laughs> That's uh, great. Thor sees his mother alive, um, but today's the day she dies. 
And then it cuts to Morag 2014. War Machine, Clint, Nat, and Nebula on this team. Then they split into two teams. Two go to Vormir, Clint and Nat, which is a really great way to split those up because if it was Rhodes and uh, uh, Nat that went to Vormir, they would have been in trouble. <laughs> yes, um, it worked out very conveniently. <laughs> I, I totally Plus, understand Plus, that. You know, you send the two unsuperpowered people together all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I would do. When you're fighting the aliens, you the people that... Yeah, you put powers. the two robots together. You yeah, that's... Put the two mm-hmm. <laughs> Team robot, and then the two that are friends <laughs> to go together. Well, they have to bond over being robots. Part yeah, robots. Except that's how they're... That's why they're a good team. They have that in um, common. Man, I feel like I got so much more notes here. <laughs> um, I like how Nebula mentions the coordinates are plugged in, and basically it's on autopilot, like we talked about. Yeah. Um, Rhodes says, what do we wait for Quill to come and lead us to the Power Stone? Nebula says, take cover. Thanos, Gamora, and me are also looking for the stones in 2014. Mm-hmm. Rhodes says, so where are you now? And then it cuts to her killing some robots, aliens. Gamora's helping her. Uh, Gamora is a real big dick in this uh, timeline. What? Yeah, she's, yeah she she's was dick. Gamora. But she also was... Well, okay, go ahead. Relax, Rami, okay? <laughs> like, don't take this personally. This is when she's still a daughter of Thanos. But not yeah. really. She's kind of on the verge of understanding that her dad is a psychopath. Okay. And she's trying uh, to protect she... her sister numerous times. She tells Nebula dad wants us back on the ship. He found an infinity stone. It's on a planet called Morag. And then we see past Thanos for the first time. Um, Skay, what do you think about the bad guy being past Thanos in this movie? Hey, more Thanos is good. I like it. Um, do you feel the stakes are lower because this Thanos isn't the Thanos that snapped everyone? So they're kind of not fighting the same bad guy? It's unfortunate that he doesn't have any stones yet. But he's still very powerful. So but he's still got some stones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's still a badass motherfucker. Like he he's a tough dude. As we'll see. Okay. Skay sets the bar pretty easy to, to hop over when whether or not he likes you as a bad guy. Are you powerful? <laughs> yes. I like you. Are you not powerful? I don't like you. It's the same thing with the heroes, too. Are you powerful? Yeah, yes. Are you the size of an ant sometimes and have questionable physics laws surrounding you? Yes. Oh, that sucks. So then we see um, Nebula uh, gets linked into the quantum iCloud network. So she's pulling (laughs) uh, past pics and videos um, from herself through the past Nebula, and it gives her a headache. I thought that was a great idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, back to New York. Uh, This podcast will be shorter if you kept to the things you don't like, Ronnie. I thought that was a great idea. (laughs) Which would be nothing. That her neural network network starts combining with her old self. Like, I thought that was really cool. But go ahead. Okay. We're back in New York. Iron Man enters his tower that has uh, no security whatsoever and watches the end of uh, the Avengers with Loki saying, I'll have that drink now. 
we get the inappropriate sexualization of Captain America's butt. Uh, mm-hmm. Old Crossbones and Sitwell come in to take Loki's staff. Now uh, you know why I picked Captain America. Genius. <laughs> this is a genius scene. Uh, the Tesseract is in the suitcase with Tony. Uh, they're all going to take the elevator down, but won't let the Hulk on it for obviously for obvious reasons. Dude, Ant-Man says, he goes, why did you give them the staff? They look like bad guys. What a great line. Dude, it's mm-hmm. funny stuff, man. This is just keep going. Sorry. Uh, we get another Chekhov's elevator scene, reminiscent of Captain America 2. I told you, Skay, that elevators would be very important in these movies. And Dude, I like me, this. Yeah, this I like this is, a lot. scene is great. But we've gotten two elevator mentions, the, the Hulk elevator scene and then this elevator scene. So they're pretty important. Um, Cat pretends to be Hydra by whispering sweet nothings in Sitwell's ear. Genius. Uh, present Tony is cosplaying as a SWAT team member. Ant-Man goes inside past Tony's arc reactor and gives him a little heart attack thing. Ant-Man hits the case. Tony picks it up and uh, Hulk busts through the stairs door and hits Tony. The briefcase flies open. The Tesseract lands at the feet of Loki. He picks it up with his bare hands and he dies Im- or he gets sent off to another world immediately. Space beam. Mm. Space beam. Uh, he's dead because you cannot touch the Tesseract with bare hands. So uh, we will never see Loki ever again. <laughs> he's dead in one. He's dead in our timeline, and he's dead in this timeline. So, yeah. Fantasy so, football. So how act- did he die in the future timeline? Damn, the future is now the past. Next. Oh fuck yeah! The, I'm, no, the, we're not doing that. Nope. The present is that. currently. A future that all, hasn't happened yet because we're in the all past. Timelines. All timelines, he's dead. <laughs> um, fantasy football expert Matthew Barry and Thor use lightning to kickstart past Tony's heart. Matthew Barry is in this scene. <laughs> why is he in this? It's so stupid. It's awesome. I think it's great. Why was he? He doesn't allude to him being. Dude, he got to be in a Marvel movie, man. Give him a break. I mean, he has one line that nobody even gets to you hear. He said it was great. I didn't though. even. Why is that great? I didn't even notice him. Yeah, he was. He was the random security guard who was behind. Yeah, Robert he helped Thor kickstart Tony's heart. Yeah. Um, Cap runs into himself. Past Cap. Oh my gosh. It's Loki. Come on. So they fight each other. Fantastic. Um, he says, "I can do this all day." Line. Rami creams his pants. They uh, <laughs> they fight and they both fall to their deaths. They fell about uh, oh. at least eight stories and landed on uh, some steps and shit. On, it's dude. not just that; it's that Captain America realizes how corny he sounds. And dude, this uh, this scene is great. Mm-hmm. He's like, "I can do this all day." He's like, "I know, I know." Like he's like, God, do I really say things like that? Just <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, past Cap is defeated by present Cap telling him Bucky's still alive, which Bucky's I thought was still funny. alive. Oh my God! And he's Back got to... a he's got a medallion of Peggy Carter, and like the 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 past Cap is like, how how do you have this? That's mine. He's like, no, it's not. It's mine. Oh, dude, it's just genius. Oh, it's great, okay. great stuff. Back to Bruce and Dwayne. Dwayne gives his own PowerPoint presentation on how timelines work. 
talks about paths branching off uh, the important timeline if you remove Infinity Stones. Uh, now this branching off a timeline sounds too important for later shows, so we'll just skip it. Um, Bruce says we can just put the stones back to where we got them. That way, chronologically in the timeline, they never left. Um, Which I think I this think movie ends. Smart. I think this the movie ends with four different timelines that we see. Um, I th- I think I go over the four of them at the end of it, um, but I don't remember. We'll see. Nice little surprise to see whether or not I actually put those in my notes. Um, there should be some sort of like uh, universal, I don't want to say government entity. Someone should um, specialize in fixing this like timeline. Fixing shit. the variance, you mean? Variance uh, uh, yeah. is a really weird word to use. Why would you use variance? You could prune off like entire branches that also come weird. off this like main timeline. Yeah, you guys are using really weird words to describe it, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, anyway, Bruce tells Dwayne that Doctor Strange willingly gave away the stone to Thanos, which tells him that he saw a future in which they win and requires him giving the stone away. So Dwayne gives up the stone. Good job, Dwayne. It's better than passing a stone. <laughs> Another old man joke from, from the ancient one. <laughs> I feel like that was a Bernie joke. <laughs> um, cuts to Thanos' ship. Ebony Ma is there. Nice to see him back again. He's running diagnostics on Nebula's memories. They see a timestamp of memories from nine years in the future. Uh, they get to watch the Avengers movie in in full. <laughs> they get to see... Uh, it's 3D, too. <laughs> they see Nebula in a reflection from those meetings before. Uh, so that's how they, they figured out that uh, there's a different... Ne- there's a Nebula that came to the past. Uh, cuts back to Asgard and Fat Thor has a nice chat with his mom. She knows immediately he's from the future because she was raised by witches. And he's fat. And he's... Uh, <laughs> fat yeah, I mean, Dwayne. Thor just breaks down. He's like, I'm totally from the future. Like, he just tells her. It was awesome. Uh, Natalie Portman is in this for two seconds. She wakes up from a nap on a couch and Rocket follows her and stabs her. Yeah. Uh, it, and then he's running down the hall yelling for Thor. I have it as he's being chased by the Asgards. Uh, Thor says, I have something to tell you. And Frigga says, no, you're here to fix your timeline, not mine. Don't tell me. They say, I love you. He got his goodbye that he always wanted with her, which was nice. Yep, that was nice. He calls Molnir, and then they go back to the present. So they're yeah. done. He got what they need. And he has Molnir now. Yeah. I dread the scene coming up with that. Sucks that the Thor from that timeline no longer has Mjolnir. <laughs> What's he going to do? I know, but oh, you yeah. bring it back to the same time he doesn't know it left. Exactly. Yeah, uh, they, I guess, yeah. Captain that, America can't, can't carry it, Dwayne. If talking? Thor goes back at the end... How do you know Cap. Captain America goes back? What? <laughs> uh. <laughs> um... That is a really good point. I cannot believe I don't have that in my notes, Gay. He took Molnir from Thor in that timeline, so then he doesn't have a weapon. Well, he loses it in fucking the next movie anyways. Who cares? Yeah, that just makes Stormbreaker early, and you don't have to go through the whole holding the 
eye of the star. No, they said they're gonna go back in time and drop the shit off where they picked it up. Well, yeah, but no, the stones, not the hammers. What if anyway, Thor's really greedy? Captain America takes the hammer back. Who? We're not what? there what? yet. Yeah. What are you talking what? about? Ugh. Nobody can touch the hammer. Um, now we see Peter dancing from the beginning of the Guardians movie. Only we get to see Rhodes watching him dance to no music and singing, which Dude, was this is hilarious. This, this, that was fantastic. <laughs> what a great scene. Uh, Rhodes knocks him out. Nebula takes his tool and opens the door to get the power stone. Uh, Nebula burns her robot arm to get the stone. She like sticks it in the thing. They share a moment because they're both part robot. Uh, they sink to head up to the present. Rhodes leaves, but Nebula is stopped because of the headache uh, time uh, time Wi-Fi. Or, Luckily, uh, Rhodes was holding the uh, stone. Yeah, thank God. Um, Thanos watches himself from the beginning of the movie explain that he used the stones on the stones, which tells Thanos that his plan worked. And um, it's also a big plot point from the movie Spaceballs, where they they take the VHS of the movie Spaceballs and then they rewind it so they can see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie is basically Spaceballs. Uh, <laughs> with, Nebula, with time travel. Nebula tries to tell Clinton that um, Thanos knows, but is sucked in by Thanos' ship. Thanos and or Tony and Scott tell Cap God, there's so many fucking names in this. Tony and Scott tell Cap that they effed up and don't have the Tesseract. Tony remembers that Hank uh, used to work for Shield too. Hank. Yeah. Howard. Howard Hank. Yeah, I guess. No, Hank. They need the Pym particles. Oh, oh yeah, Hank Pym, and then Howard. God, so many fucking names. <laughs> uh, so they get the Tesseract and more particles. The CGI used on Hank Pym in this is so fucking bad. But I thought it looked good. I disagree. What? I thought he looked really good. I No. He way. might be new my so new bad. Mary in F Mary Kill. Oh my god. It looks He's not so really bad. an adventure though, is he? I guess not. I mean he was the original Ant Man. Well Yeah. Anyway. They give Scott Loki's staff and they send him back to the present so Tony and Cap can go back to the more I said the more past. New Jersey, 1970. Stan Lee is driving and yells at an army base, make love, not war. Last words ever spoken by Stan does, Lee in a Marvel movie. Does anybody feel like he looks like uh, Mark Maron? Uh, a little bit. Mark Maron would look like Stan Lee. If yeah, we were on the correct timelines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe uh, a he little can, bit. Maybe he can do his uh, '70s cameos. <laughs> I love Stanley. All his cameos are so good. Um, let's see, pretty good way for Stanley to go out, considering make love, not war. Tony has special glasses that helps him see where elevators go. See, I told you elevators were important, Skate. You didn't believe it. <laughs> they split up. Tony goes to get the Tesseract. Uh, he runs into his dad. Tony says his name is Howard Potts. He is pooping all over himself in the scene. <laughs> he is not staying cool whatsoever. Uh, I think he did it well, though. Like, he was awkward enough 
like to be like he was in shock like oh shit i forgot my dad's here <laughs> yeah you see hank pym in a lab with some ants um steve goes into the lab takes four pym particle vials uh, Tony asks his dad if he got a big date with a flower because he's holding flowers and sauerkraut. Great <laughs> combo there. He said uh, his wife. <laughs> he said yes. I'm going to meet Bernie. Let <laughs> me eat some wieners with, with burn appetite. He says uh, his wife is expecting. She's and he spent too much time at the office. Tony asks how far along is she. Howard says she's at the point where she can't stand my chewing. Classic. Uh, Howard looks have really changed in the last 30 years. From when we saw him in the 1940s in Captain America 1 to now, I mean, he looks like a completely different person, as they as they say. He hit that middle age growth spurt where he just <laughs> shot his, up taller. He lost his face a little bit more of that baby fat. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. He got really a lot taller in the like yeah, the he face. Got taller. Yeah. Taller in the face. <laughs> he did. That guy's face is really like long and skinny. <laughs> I mean, by that guy, I mean Howard Stark. Uh Captain hides out in Peggy's office by uh, happenstance. She has a pic of him on her desk that <laughs> she uses privately every now and then when <laughs> no one's watching. <laughs> he even sees her in the next room through the glass. Is this some Star Tech? Is that what you're saying? It's uh, a little vibranium. <laughs> All right. So apparently, this glass that he's uh, being a fucking creepo and looking at um, uh, Peggy is one way, right? Because she's literally fucking standing there. Yeah. And he's in her peripherals. And she's supposed to be this super, like super awesome spy, and she doesn't see this guy standing there, the like through the glass, like fucking being a pervert, drooling. Yeah, like drooling. Like ugh, she must have been a horrible spy if she can't see. It wasn't even like off to the side. It was like I would say like two o'clock on a clock. Uh, but whatever. Maybe it was the the way the blinds were. Rami, what are your thoughts on the glass? Glass gate, as we're calling it. Her office was really dark, and there was no light, and she was clearly talking to someone while she was reading these reports, and mm-hmm. her eyes never glanced towards that window. So mm-hmm. I can see how she maybe wouldn't mm-hmm. recognize someone in her office. I don't think yes. it was a... Spies, I don't think it was, spies aren't trained to you know know their surroundings I at love, all times. I love this scene, man. Um, I, I, of course I can't... You you fucking loved every scene so far. We're I setting love this a new scene. record. It was I wonderful. Think. He got to see. Uh, this is the first time he's got to see Peggy um, as an older woman, and it, it was the girl he left behind, and he got to see what she became. And Can you imagine it, it, if you were on the Infinity War episode. My God, <laughs> I love this episode. I do. I Between love between you and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely, she was definitely preoccupied in her office. I mean, she yeah, she's talking to someone. Looking she's looking through her She report. was doing something. She's, she's do, yeah, she's on, a, she's on a mission. And yep. she's not going to so be she, looking. She runs away on important director business. Cap stays behind and takes a whiff of her chair. <laughs> oh I don't even know how you can hate on this stuff. That's crazy. <laughs> Like, I'm just sitting here in silence because I'm so angry. Uh, Tony, (laughs) you're angry, Cap? 
Because I know you. Dude, that's like, pretty gross. It's just crazy that you hate this movie so much. Pretty gross. Cap would do that. It's crazy, um, man. Tony gives parenting advice to his own father. He gives him a hug. Uh, he gets the goodbye he never got, much like Thor did was, with his mom. It's not an awkward was, hug at all. Dude, it was nope. awesome. Rami's third favorite hug in all of MCU. Great. He gets to talk to his dead dad mm-hmm. and give him fatherly advice about raising a kid. Now, now it's himself. It's himself. Now, now that comes to me. Like he said, my father always said this. Now, does that mean he told his father that? He told his, his dad told that. Him? He told uh, his dad that. Man, yes. Yeah. No. He told no. his dad his no. own advice. If you go into the past, you can't change the future. They already said that, so he, he could not have changed the future. He got to give his dead dad advice about If he gave his himself. dad advice in the past, that advice could not be passed to the future because he wouldn't have said that to him unless he went back to the past. But because he went to the past, gave him the advice, that changes the future. Therefore, he wouldn't be allowed to say that to him. <laughs> According to the rules of this movie. What if some other, some other Tony Stark traveled back to the past and told the present Tony Stark's past father, Howard Stark, that advice. And that's where present Tony Stark heard that from past present <laughs> Howard Stark. Yes. All right. We're Perfect. moving on. Past, past present Howard Stark. That's We're story. moving on. The Nebulas are fighting each other on Thanos' ship. Uh, present Nebula tells Gamora that he got the... Soul Stone. She obviously knows what the Soul Stone is and how to get it. And he says, guess what he did to you? Yeah. Then Old Neb takes a piece of present Neb to disguise herself <laughs> and takes her pimp particle. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're really going to save a lot of time on this podcast if you shorten her name to Neb. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, yeah. Test of Warmir, 2014. Uh, Nat and Clint climb the mountain to see Red Skull. He tells him someone needs to sacrifice themselves, a soul for a soul. Nat and Clint uh, fight each other for the right to die. Nat says, Clint, you have a Disney Plus show to make. I only have a shitty Black Widow movie that's kind of a prequel, <laughs> but not really a prequel. So uh, you have to survive. So she kills herself, um, as, she, I was gonna say, as she should for making that movie. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, Wow. Clint gets wow. the soul stone. It was a good uh, fight scene, though. It was a good this, fight scene. This no, was a great scene. Rami, please help me. Dude, the build-up to this, when they when they started talking about who was going to sacrifice themselves, and, they, and then Hawkeye says, I have a feeling we're talking about different people. Like, he just assumed, as the man, he was going to go jump off the cliff. Like he's not gonna mm-hmm. let his he's not gonna let his friend die. He had and, nobody left at that point yeah, either. He's like got his no family, family. Like, he's got nobody. Yeah. What are you talking he's, about? This is all to bring his I, family I, back. Right. It is all for that. But like so he's why still... would he kill himself? But there yeah, but for that reason. But at this moment, he's he, he first of all, they don't even know if the mission is gonna be successful. But it doesn't uh, matter. Well, and, and and plus, there's he, the chance of it though. He wouldn't kill himself because his family died. Whenever they're doing this to get the family back, plus that would he, make no sense. Plus, but but because he is going to protect 
uh, Black Widow. He's going to make sure that she does not make the ultimate sacrifice. She has a lot but to live for as well. Why wouldn't he let her make the ultimate sacrifice? He has a wife and kids that he's been Who trying to get dead. back. They're dead. But he's doing this to get them back. So he would let Nat just kill herself because he has a family. Nat has nothing. Yeah, but the choice because is of, clear of who should die here. Because of Budapest, dude. It's it, she means a lot to him. Yeah, he loves her be. in a very platonic way. He's yeah. like her sister, or she's like his sister, rather. At that Not moment, like the Hulk. The Hulk wanted the banger. Right? Yeah. Really, I mean, you're you're at this point, Bernie. You're trying to make me believe that this dude is going to take the word of a of a red skulled floating ghost character who's no, promising whole him point. a stone. And 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 he's That's like, all they have man, to do. That's all I, they can do is to trust him. Someone needs to, to die when you here. Get to that moment. You You're cannot... saying that he should kill himself because his family's dead. And I'm saying the whole reason they're doing this is to get his family back. So why the fuck would he kill himself because his family's dead? Because that reasoning would make these, no sense. Presented with this option, because he's guilty for all the shit he's been no doing sense. since he's, they he's told disappeared. Her, I've done a lot of terrible stuff. Maybe I don't want to go back to my family having murdered all these people. I'm a terrible person. I've killed a billion people. I don't want to go back to them. Let me Uh, let me condone for my sins. You live your life. Let me sacrifice myself. Easy choice. Nat Nat dies. She doesn't have any family. She has. I don't think that is crazy that you can watch this movie and say, "Well, Hawkeye should just live, man. It's just the way it is." Bullshit. He has a family. Who's dead? He's to bring his... he, they're they're doing to this bring to bring the back. family back. So why would he kill himself because his family's dead when they're he has to kill when someone has to die to get the family back? Why would it be him? I agree with no both sense. of you here. I think both of you are right. It 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 doesn't make any sense, but that's where Clint's at right now. Like he's just he's in a bad spot and this... he wants to do this. Like and this you know where everyone else is back in the present. Um, except for Nat, because she's dead, obviously. They have a mini funeral for her. Instead of doing like a nice, like little flower thing, and then like sending it off into the lake, the Hulk just grabs a bench and throws it in the lake. So Dude, that's what she gets. I thought, for her. I thought this was a great. I thought this was a great <coughs> scene too. I I disagree. I disagree. Oh, my God. All right, go ahead. Um. Yeah. So. She what do you what a, do you disagree about? I like this scene. You didn't. What what was your what was it your, has nothing to do with this scene? The end scene could have been the two of them. I agree. <laughs> there was room for two flower um, prior <laughs> water prior things um, on that lake on that gigantic lake. Uh, but no, he, she gets a bench thrown by the Hulk. Uh, Clint says, even when they have all the stones, Nat's de- death can't be undone. It's not like they can be in another movie, travel back further in time to get the stones, and then use someone else as a sacrifice for the soul stone. That would be silly. <laughs> That's how they bring Gamora back, but they can't do that again, just a little further back to bring Nat back. Who would they use this time? they got to just yeah, keep sacrificing know. very uh, important Groot, people to someone. Groot and Rocket. Groot and Rocket have to go? <laughs> then who's going to bring back Groot? Or well, rocket. Groot, Groot can just drop a seed before he jumps off the cliff. <laughs> Dwayne, don't be a pervert. <laughs> hey, speaking of dropping seeds, uh, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> they put all the stones <laughs> in the nano gauntlet. Uh, there's only one person strong enough to handle the s- stones and snap, uh, which is the Hulk. The stones Thor, almost killed. Thor wants to do it. He is the yeah. strongest yeah, adventure. He's guilty. Yeah, he's, he's and feeling he, guilty. He's he's begging he's begging Tony to let him do it because he feels guilt. And, Dude, and, I I love Rhodey's line there. Uh, when Thor says, "What do you think's throwing or flowing through my veins?" and Rhodey says, "Cheese whiz." Yeah, cheese whiz. <laughs> Dude, what a great line! What a fat shaming. Uh, <laughs> Stones almost killed Thanos. Uh, so Hulk is the guy. While they're fucking around, no one seems to know or care where Nebula is. Uh, she injects something into the time machine. Her Tony hand. Acti- Tony <laughs> activates... Well, her hand and then something else. Tony activates barn door protocol, which is basically shutting everything in with blast doors. Hulk puts on the gauntlet. Instantly, there's uh, it's too much power. It's burning his arm. Uh, Thanos' ship arrives through the time machine. Hulk snaps, passes out, and the gauntlet falls off. Tony sprays him with his magic healing spray. By the way, uh, that ship was just big enough to fit through that thing. But then it was like blocking the sun in the sky (laughs) afterwards. Uh, Did did he use some uh, uh, Ant-Man technology there? Yep. (laughs) just... uh... Matter perspective of how you were the angle you were looking at. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Scott looks out the window and sees butterflies. Clint's phone's ringing and it's wife. Uh, it's his wife. Just completely skipped the word there. Uh, they did it. Uh, Scott says, "I think it worked," and is immediately blasted by a Thanos missile. <laughs> so he is dead, as is the rest <laughs> of the campus and anyone in it. Because he shoots about 200 missiles into this place and blows it all to hell. Uh, just kidding. They're all alive and not even really that hurt. <laughs> they really just needed a dust cloud to make it dark. Uh, yeah, pretty much. They're like, oh, no, we we made the CGI at daytime. We need to be nighttime. Uh, dust cloud. <laughs> Uh, Rhodes crawls out of his suit to save Rocket from debris trapped on on top of him. Lower levels flooding. Ant-Man's alive. Clint's alive. Everyone's fucking alive. Barely any damage to anyone. Uh, Barely an inconvenience. uh, (laughs) Literally, the whole campus is fucking blown to shit. And like, I think Clint has a little cut on his forehead, and that's about the extent of the damage to everyone. Um. He finds the nano gauntlet, and then a, those alien dogs are uh, after it. Thanos beams himself to the surface. Thanos tells Nebula to find the stones, bring them to him, and then he just sits and he chills. Uh, Gamora asks in the future what becomes of her and present Nebula. She says, we besties. Gamora says, we can stop them and freeze. Um, she frees present Nebula. Pretty nice of her. Tony gives Cap his shield uh, with a warning that uh, don't lose it again. I was waiting for Rami to say how much he loved that scene of <laughs> Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. But then I'm going to say that and everyone's going to say I'm a loser. So I'm just going to let you talk. Uh, two of them and Thor see Thanos chilling out. 
Thor calls both his weapons and says, let's kill him properly this time. Yeah, that was fantastic. But I'm sure you all hated it. Everyone hated that scene. He's got Mjolnir and Stormbreaker in both no, hands. And I'm sure you great. guys all hated it's very it. Good. What a it's horrible, very good. Dumb. So stupid. I think it's, I think it's pronounced meow meow. <laughs> what a dumb. You've got, you've got Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor back together as the trio wanting to take on Thanos. And I'm sure all of you hated it. No, Why this do you is say very that? good. Nobody's looks been like, negative except for Bernie. It looks like Groot's not the only one who spilled some seeds tonight. <laughs> uh, Thanos says, I thought by eliminating half of life, the other half would thrive. But you've shown me that's impossible. And as long as there are those that remember what was, there was always those who were unable to accept what can be. Um Dude, this and is Thanos, it's a genius line there. It's a yeah. fantastic line, but yeah. I'm sure Bernie thought it was stupid. No, it's a great line. He's clearly talking about Star Wars fans. <laughs> and pretty much anything from Rami's childhood. <laughs> like I love how Thanos is just sitting in the middle of this war zone, uh, just like eating, like throwing rocks and just like just milling around, waiting for things to be brought to him. That is a that is a G move. That dude's awesome. a gangster. No, he I, just knows I'm gonna sit here and just do nothing. But I like that until what, you that guys... line right there. What we're talking about is he's basically saying, "Look, I realized what I did didn't work because you guys still are are trying to make things different." Correct. So I'm just gonna fucking wipe everybody out and then start I'm a new universe the way I want it to be. Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna kill everybody. He's like shred the universe to that. its last atom, and then use the stones to create a new one. Yeah, yeah, and he and he and 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 he goes, "You think that the new people that you create are going to just follow you?" He goes, "They're not going to know any better." He goes, "They're not yeah. going to have the memories like you guys have. You guys have yeah. memories of an old world that I don't want to exist. And as he long as that to Star exists, Wars fans, as long <laughs> as that old memory exists of your old world and your old selves and your old past, you're going to constantly try to defeat me." And it's that's just great. All right, we're gonna we're gonna power through this the end of this movie, fellas. We're almost we're done, gonna... to be honest. Yeah, but we're doing good. We're only at two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's better than I thought it was gonna go. Um, Ant Man's tiny, saving people. Clint's running from dogs. Nebula comes up with the gun and takes the gauntlet. And tells her dad, um, she has the stones. Gamora and other Neb tells her to stop. I could really, I could short my own notes here. I don't think I'd even say that. Uh, present Neb shoots past Neb and kills her. Um, so present Neb disappears like back in the future because her past self is dead. Therefore, she can't exist in the future. Therefore, she can't go back into the past. Um, that's probably how it should work, but that's not how it works. Who at this point? Who cares? Well, because uh, she's past Neb in future Neb's world. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Thor, Tony, Cap are struggling against Thanos. Uh, Thor's really getting beat up; like he's getting the shit kicked out of him. Uh, he's fat. He's out of shape. Yeah, he's... like they're trying to. Yeah, exactly. He's out of he's practice, man. Thor. He but calls. I... He calls. We don't. Eh, we don't need to go in twenty minute discussion of the reasons as to why Thor's getting his butt kicked. Thanos is big. Big man beats God. It's fine. He calls Stormbreaker. Thanos catches it, and he's uh, about to. He's like, 
not really stabbing him with it, but it's he's putting it against his chest. He's and like shoving it into his chest yeah, like Thor did to him in yeah. the future yeah. of the present. Yeah, it um, was an exact replica scene of what so Thor the past. did to him. It was the, the, the past of the future of the present. You're right. Yeah. But Thanos doesn't really know that because it he hasn't experienced it, but it's still in the movie. It was awesome. Uh yes. Right. Uh, yep. Yeah. So Molnir starts to move, and then oh um, <laughs> it cuts away, and then um, let's see. Uh, somehow we end up with Thanos' sword cutting through Cap's shield. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> So I was For fuck's in. Sake, hurry up, Rami. I'm gonna say the just my one theater. Dude, experience. I was still excited watching this. No yeah. shit. So every time up. I fucking watch it, it's my awesome. Theater, my theater experience. I skipped was it on purpose to piss when, you guys off. Go when ahead, the when the hammer floated above the ground and started to move, I leaned over and I told my brother, "That hammer is gonna go to Captain America." I knew immediately as soon as it just levitated off the ground an inch. I said. Captain America is going to hold that hammer. And my brother said, what the fuck are you talking about? And boom. I knew immediately that's where they were going, and I couldn't believe it. Not at any point, at any time, at any moment, did I think I was going to go into this film thinking that Captain America was going to hold Thor's hammer. It just never occurred to me. But at that moment, when I saw it levitate, I said, okay, I know where they're going with this. And I was... I was so happy, dude. And I don't he, know if I've ever been so happy in my life at a. The way at a movie he used theater. the fucking hammer and shield, come on, man! That yeah. shit was awesome. It's awesome. unreal. It's unreal with that scene. Any, and it, it's only about fifteen seconds, but it is just anyone the best. who says anyone who says that um, movies don't need to be shown in theaters. You can do the same day releases and shit. Um, hasn't seen the clip, the famous clip that still gets, I still see it like once a week. Someone posts of a movie theater in like New York going nuts. Of, That's where you know, I was. Cap I catches was the, that, um, the hammer. I was in New York watching. This, this is a movie you have night. to see in the movie theater. Like you need to experience it. It's like going to a sporting event and somebody hits a, you know, grand slam at the bottom of the ninth to win the game and the crowds going nuts like that's the reaction people had to seeing this everyone in the theater went bonkers because a, a, a vast majority of the people in the theater did not know where that scene was going and when they saw him hold the hammer they just went nuts and i've i've never seen that in a theater before it was it was really cool but Honestly, I got just as excited today watching that. Oh, scene it's wonderful at my own house by it's myself. Absolutely, yeah, but it's not the same as you know, 200 people around you also cheering. You know, that there's an energy level of I get that, but that doesn't mean it's not as important. And I mean, and just Thor's just Thor's line like every time I watch it, like, I get excited. He's like Thor was just like on the brink of death by Thanos shoving Stormbreaker into his chest, and he still has the energy to say, "I knew, I knew it. it. <laughs> I knew it." <laughs> it's just, just All wonderful. Right. Everyone, grab your tissues, clean yourselves off, and That's then uh, we're gonna the we're, we're gonna move on here. 
I mean, he harnessed the lightning and just. just Rami, grab your tissues. Oh start wiping. <laughs> that was awesome, man. The lightning and everything. Dwayne, can you also uh, take your tissues? Start wiping. Get my action just, figure. Just the best. Thanos tells Cap, through all his years of conquest and violence, it was never personal. But what he's going to do to their stubborn, annoying planet, he's going to enjoy it. Yep. Children of Thanos teleport in with the army of aliens. They got, like, gorilla dogs. (laughs) This is the best way I could describe them. Sure. Cap struggles, but he stands up. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, the giant ones. He starts walking towards Thanos. He hears faintly on a radio somewhere, Sam... Um, who's saying, Cap, can you read me? Uh, how Sam has a radio, I don't know, because he was blipped. How I mean, Sam knows what frequency Cap's on. I mean, he had a radio when he was blipped. And he's just okay. coming back with a blip. He's coming back okay. with a radio. Every, oh, okay, perfect. Everyone all... just comes back with what they had. Okay. You might, you might see that in future shows or you know movies. Okay, so for those five years, Cap kept that same earpiece and equipment. Uh, you know, well, just sure. the same Avengers gear on the yeah. same frequency on the same everything. Perfect. For fifty years, Cap was frozen in ice. <laughs> like, <laughs> he, can you believe it? He doesn't. Seventy years, he was frozen in ice. Can you anyway, believe he that? He says, "On your left," because says, we need to. We need on more fans. On your service. left. What a great line. More fan service for Rami to jerk off to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Black I, Panther. I can honestly say, though, I was waiting We're for Cap. We're moving when on. He was up. No, <laughs> when Cap was beaten up and on the ground and pulling himself back up, I was waiting for him to say, I can do this all day. <laughs> but he didn't. He, he learned. He learned. <laughs> no, he tightened his broken shield against his arm and was ready to take on this entire army. And then perfect. You get you get Falcon we coming see Black in. Black Panther, Doctor Strange with the Guardians, Spidey, oh, Bucky, Groot, Wanda as Guardians, Wizards. The whole gang's here. The Wasp is there. Pepper in her new suit. She's here. Not sure Pepper, how the it's Wasp. Not, there. Uh, it's not. It's not. It's not <laughs> just that. It's the for me the the superheroes coming back and bringing bringing themselves back from the blip. It's the look on Thanos's face. When he realizes, oh my God, I'm f- like, he realizes he's going to lose. No matter. Yeah, you just have to ignore the way these two pronounce Thanos. They call it Thanos. <laughs> Whatever. He um, has a old look comic on his book face nerds. that he has not shown this entire 10 year arc that we've seen this character. He was flat. Like, he just like, oh shit. Well, we haven't I'm, seen this character. This isn't the Thanos we saw before. This is just. He just was. Oh my! Past Thanos. Great. This is a different Thanos. This is whatever. This is Thanos past Thanos. In Doesn't the matter. Present, he realizes he's going to lose. He knows it, and it's done. No, Let's see, go. Actually, Dwayne, past Thanos traveled to the future, or actually, he traveled to the present. Which he traveled. Was his future. He traveled to the future. The future. Present past, present. because the this is the <laughs> past of the present. Right, so no, they sure. have to go back to the future. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway, Pepper's there in a new suit. Uh, she wasn't blipped or anything. She's just super late. Wait, that was supposed uh, to be a surprise, though. Uh, it was spoiled. <laughs> uh, Giant Man brings Hulk, Rocket, and Rhodes. Uh, Steve yells Avengers. Rhodes, uh, Hulk... has a new armor somehow, all of a sudden. <laughs> no, he went back and got it. 
Steve yells Avengers, calls back Molnir, assemble. We watch the camera fly around as everyone gets a turn kicking some ass. But the way he says it is... is Ronnie, we don't have time for you to jerk off to another fucking We have plenty of time. We're, we're just, way just ahead of schedule. It's awesome, Ronnie. It's I, awesome. I did not... I knew he was going to say the line in this movie because they've kind of alluded to it in Avengers 2 and they kind of cut the camera off right before he said it. And so I figured, okay, in Endgame, he's going to say it. Whoever came up, whether it was him in the moment or one of the Russo brothers saying, hey, why don't you not yell the line? Maybe you can kind of like whisper it, sort of. It was the best decision they could have made because I don't see him seeing, saying that line any other way that I would have enjoyed more than what he did. It was great. Yeah, I bet anyway he would have said it. You no, would be on board. it was perfect. <laughs> That's nah, perfect. I agree. If he I'll see the theme here. Fine. I'm pretty sure anyway he would have said it, you'd been on board. I would have been. He just had to say it. That's fine. I'm good. It was perfect. I don't care how he said it. I hope that was uh, his idea to say it like that because it was perfect. Spidey and Tony get to share a moment and they hug. Uh, Quill great. sees Gamora. He says, I thought I lost you. He goes to touch her hair. She knees him in the nuts. Perfect. Twice. Genius. Loved it. Gamora, Gamora says to Nebula, this is him. Seriously? And yeah. Gamora says, your choices were him or a tree. I would have went with a tree for obvious reasons. Uh, Clint has the gauntlet and is running. Hulk says we need wait, to wait. Can back. We go back. Ob- What's the obvious reason? Obvious reasons? You like wood? <laughs> Hard is hard wood. It can grow to whatever size you want. I mean, splinters. Though. It's gonna splinters. yeah, splinters, dog. Come on, it's gonna be well, really you rough. Do what he you do what he did with the handle of Stormbreaker, and you just cut off a fucking chunk, and then you whittle it. And you sand you it. And sand it down. <laughs> this sounds like a lot of work. Well, you're oh convincing me more for Quill than anything. I think. What you want to be disappointed with that? One sandwich away from being fat guy, like sweating <laughs> on top of you. Like, no, thank you. It's just, hey, it's... easy, buddy. That hits close to home here. <laughs> I mean, just the fact that you have all these characters coming back instantaneously, and you still have a little scene here and there of all of them kind of just reintroducing themselves into the universe. I thought it was really well done. Of course, yes, we get it, Rami. You fucking love every aspect of this just, movie. Come on, man! It's the it's best. Great. Every aspect's the best. Uh, let's see. Ant Man tells them they have another time machine in the van. Somehow, people who were not part of the original plan, they all have headpieces tuned to the same channel. That way, everyone oh, can God. talk on the battlefield, which is great. Um, Cap says in her normal voice, anyone see an ugly brown van out there? And Valkyrie, who's flying on a horse in the sky, <laughs> hears him perfectly and says, yes, but you aren't going to like where, where, where did that Pegasus come from? Uh, yeah. I was going to say Asgard, but Asgard doesn't exist. <laughs> but maybe she went in the past Asgard to get the, <laughs> the horse. <laughs> Uh, we see both of the wasp ears. She's not wearing an ear pierce, but she's listening in on this conversation and <laughs> and the instructions. She's got uh, the helmet. No, she has ant-sized ear pierces. Ear pieces. She's like answering, but you see both of her ears, and there's nothing in either ear. Uh, so she's got ant-sized uh, ear pierces. 
or your pieces. Skay, what do you think about that? You like, make sense? Uh, it's fine. I don't give a shit Perfect. at this point. Let them talk uh, to each other. I don't give a fuck. T- Tony says, sees Strange and uh, says, tell me this is the one in 14 million. Strange says, I can't. If I do, it won't happen. Um, which lasts about five minutes because he'll tell him it's the one <laughs> literally like two minutes from now. Uh, the battery to the time machine in the van is dead. <laughs> it made it five years, but five years and three days. Nope. Couldn't, couldn't power out those last three days. Um, Clint passes the gauntlet to T'Challa, who's faster for obvious reasons. He's like a super soldier after he took the uh, the flower. Purple flower. Purple flower. He loses it, though. Thanos is about to run after it, but Wanda stops him. And uh, she fucks Thanos up pretty easily. Dude. Holy crap. Oh, my God, Rami. We do not have time for you to get I'm through. sorry. Yeah, there was, time. Scene was Why great, you say we man? don't have time? Because I still have notes. The scene. She was going to kill this guy, man. And and she could have. I, I, I honestly thought when Wanda landed and she started just with this rage of, like, you killed my boyfriend, husband. I'm going to destroy you. She not only stripped off all of his armor. She was, like, just just like, like crushing him into some sort of matter ball. And he had to call his entire army to fire upon her so he wouldn't die. That's how powerful Wanda is. Insane. Loved it. Well, Holy not crap. only that, he understood how powerful she yeah. was. She just, she just, with a flick of her wrist, she just, all of his armor came off of his skin. And, and she, he had no, he had nothing. There was nothing he could do. It was incredible. I don't know why you want to skip over that scene. It was awesome. Okay. Spidey Go. takes Spidey comes in, takes the gauntlet. Thanos is about to get killed, and then he yells rain fire, which means all his ships just fucking shoot the ground. Kill our own guys, kill them, doesn't matter, shoot the ground. Um Strange has to stop some water like a dam. Spidey needs help, so Cap throws Molnir at him and he hitches a ride. He falls off that. Uh Pepper catches him who tosses him to Valkyrie. Uh, Valk's horse gets shot, so Spidey falls. Uh, he's cowering uh, behind this rock, holding onto the gauntlet as the Avengers are nearly dying left and right from Thanos' ship, destroying everything. Then all the firing stops, and they start shooting at the sky. Something powerful is coming. So powerful that we couldn't have her in this movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Or else it would have been over in two minutes. So she flies through all the ships like it's nothing. Captain Marvel is here. Um, she juggernauts all these ships. She just lowers her head and just fucking just plows through them all. That's so sick. There's only one ship. So well, sick. Whatever. Dude, it's so sick. Uh, Captain Marvel finds Peter. They exchange pleasantries. He gives her the gauntlet and says, uh, I don't know how you're going to get through all that. Uh, meaning the uh, the the army of dogs, alien dog people. Uh, Wanda, Valkyrie, Okoye, Pepper, Mantis, Shuri, Gamora, Nebula, and Hope all yell at the same time, "Girl power!" And then they have an all-girl fight scene, which is <laughs> really corny. But I, I mean, like. I'm it. sure Rami has it in his. Yep, there. Yeah, it I is. liked it, man. I thought it was 
thought it was great. Yeah, of course. Top Rami's top three all women fighting scenes it. in the MCU. Um none of that is needed because Captain Marvel just lowers her head and just fucking flies through everyone. Um so, uh, but you know, it's always women supporting women. Nothing wrong with that. She's about to reach the van and Thanos throws his sword in the back of the van um uh, into the uh the quantum. quantum realm thing. Uh, why the sword didn't get sucked into the quantum realm thing? Or I guess it's not just like constantly pulling, right? I guess you have to hit a button to pull into it, right? Correct. Maybe. Yes. Sure. Uh, so that blows up. Now they don't have a time machine to put the uh, stones back. The gauntlet lands in front of Tony. Him and Thanos fight over it. Thor joins. So does Cap. Thanos knocks them both out. Captain Marvel comes in. Thanos puts the glove on. Uh, she stops him from snapping. He headbutts her, and she doesn't even like fucking flinch. Dude, that, oh, was that headbutt so awesome. did nothing. Holy crap. Uh, that was. She goes. He kind of knew he was fucked there too. Dude, like, she what? she goes to punch him, and he cowers like a little bitch. <laughs> um, so I have in my notes who's powerful now, Skay. Uh, there's a couple powerful people right there. Both of them are powerful. Your boy's fucking tucking tail. Well, I mean, he hasn't learned to grasp the full power of the stones yet, you know? He didn't get that one, and he does the smartest thing. He does the smartest thing next I've seen in this whole movie of science bullshit that they just spew out for two hours. He takes out the power stone, puts it in his other hand, and then punches her with it. <laughs> there you go, yeah. And then he just puts it right back in the gauntlet. Uh, He's learning. Man. Yeah. Smartest move ever. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, this is his first interaction with these stones, so he's uh, he's learning on the fly. So having him do that move was very smart. I agree. And I believe that's the first stone he gets, right? In the other timeline, it is, yeah, Correct. definitely. In the other timeline, the power stone is the first stone he gets. Yes. Doesn't he have two by the first time we see him, though? No, he has the power stone, just the power. The, they get the test rack, the space stone right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Tony looks at Strange, and Strange puts up the number one, even though he just told him two seconds ago he's not allowed to tell him if this is the one scenario because then it won't he's happen. He's allowed to tell him now. Uh, Tony yeah, would have ran away like a little scared girl had he known. Okay, I don't know why that would be. Yeah, case, remember but... the ancient one says that just basically that Dwayne he's the best of us. So Dwayne they're, says they're gonna they're gonna Wait, trust what? him. What he Dwayne <laughs> is the ancient one. So please refer to the ancient right. one as Dwayne. So, so Dwayne, what did you tell the what what did you tell the Hulk <laughs> when he was asking for the time stone originally? He he knows all. He's yeah, he's, he's the, the ultimate person. So if he's he, the best of us. He knows what's going on. Then you got to follow yeah. him. So if, I know, but two seconds ago he just told Tony he cannot tell him if this is because he one he scenario. saw a timeline where he told him and it didn't fucking happen. Oh uh, fuck yeah. off! Yeah, Whatever. that's correct. Fourteen million different chances, dude. Come on, yeah. one of them he all told right. him. Whatever, and then it I, all the I shit. I cannot argue against up. that. I cannot argue against that because. <laughs> You could literally say that about anything in this movie and be like, oh, that's one of the 14 million. <laughs> Fuck you, fanboys, and your bullshit crying. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Thanos puts the power stone back in the glove. Tony grabs a hold of the glove. They tug and pull on it. Thanos never um, notices there isn't anything shiny coming off the back of the gauntlet or the thumb. Um, also, when you put the gauntlet on, it does that big thing where like all the power like hits you and you're like it looks like you're being electrocuted and then you have like the power go up your arm. He already when had you, that. But when you take the stones off, you don't notice anything happening yet whatsoever. It's just <laughs> you don't feel it or anything. Um so uh he says I am inevitable and he snaps like a dick. Nothing happens though because the stones aren't in there. Tony has it on his Iron Man suit. Um, and right before he snaps his fingers, he says, Peter Dinklage, your role in Infinity War was so fucking pointless now because I can just have these stones on my Iron Man suit. <laughs> and then he snaps his fingers. It's a weird way to end the, uh, his little dialogue there. Skay, what do you think about the fact that they had Thanos go to this, um, I forget his name, but the dwarf planet, to ha- harness the power of the sun to make hey, the infinity answer. gauntlet because that needs to be that powerful in order to contain all the stones but then Tony just puts them on his Iron Man hand anyway. Nanotech. <laughs> Nanotech. <laughs> Nanotechnology. I was going to say that, um, you know, a retreat the dwarf is not the only forger of armor in the galaxy tony's made a few weapons and shit in his life you know am i right or i mean i don't think you can compare yeah but he's made some pretty advanced shit he made the first gauntlet so his nano technology they talked to each other so they knew how to handle the stuff okay perfect yeah i i think it was the same one that hulk had on you know yeah. Thanos was able to use the stones twice. He snapped half the life and then snapped the stones away. What do you mean so you what think the it's the same one that they had the Hulk snap on? Well, it's the it's the same thing. Like, did, was the gauntlet the destroyed when Hulk, after Hulk snapped? Thanos has it in his hand, you dumbass. Where do you think he took the fucking stones from? It's the nanotechnology, well, though. It's the same. Because oh. that glove was like this big, and then the Hulk put it on and it got Fuck giant. you guys. Yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Fuck you guys. That whole point of the the gauntlet being forced. What's, from what's the, Rami's thoughts? The sun. Uh, Come on, Rami. Star. I mean, what what are you mad about? I mean, whatever technology that, that Thanos uh, had to go to Peter Dinklage to forge a gauntlet from the fire of a burning sun in order to be able to withstand the stone's power. Yeah, correct. That was... And that power was withstood and he didn't die. Tony Stark died. But because using that Tony Stark mystic... is a human and he doesn't have the power of Thanos. Okay, but maybe if he would have got a gauntlet from a burning star, maybe he could have survived that snap. No, you had to be a certain like the Hulk survived because he's the Hulk, not because of the gauntlet. Why? Why did the Hulk survive just because he's the Hulk? I don't know. That's what they fucking said. He's pretty he's powerful. The Hulk. Okay. Yeah, he's the Hulk. So the gamma Tony was he survived. Tony was weakened rays. by that trip in space too. That I mean, he never got right after that. Yeah. So I just saw it as that Tony was able to to produce enough technology to harness the stone's power 
but by using that power, he was going to sacrifice his life. You're telling me that doesn't in any way, shape, or form diminish Peter Dinklage's character and role in the last movie? No, not at all, because Tony's life was sacrificed. Fuck off. That was nothing to do with that. That was present Thanos. This is past Thanos with Tony Stark. All right, fuck off. His life was sacrificed. We're ending this movie. Bad guys are dust, including Thanos. Who cares? Tony's all kinds of effed up from using the stones. You're the only person I know who doesn't like this film. This is ridiculous. Where am I? Rhodes. What am I even doing? Rhodes comes to check on uh, on Tony. He knows it's not good. Spidey comes in, says we won, Mister Stark. Uh, Yeah, dipshit. He knows they won. (laughs) He he's not dead yet. You have like no Uh, soul. You have like no emotion. He starts. This was very sad. He doesn't even say a goodbye or any dying words. He's just silent the whole freaking time. It's heartbreaking. Dying. This is heartbreaking. Mm, Okay. Uh, I shed a tear. Dude, he doesn't. He doesn't say the. the, (laughs) Spider Man is crying, and um, basically they have to shove him out of the way to let Pepper have a moment with her dying. That's his wife. Husband. Or, yeah, I guess they're probably married at this point. I don't oh know. They never show. Uh, Pepper says, Tony, look at me. We're going to be okay. You can rest now. And that gives Tony the peace he needs to die. His little arc reactor shuts off. He's dead. Uh, Rami is bawling his eyes out. Because, dude, uh, those are the type of deaths that really get to me. When you don't have your last speech or your last words of advice, or you can't tell your daughter. I love or how you wife. separated those deaths to do or their own separate it's category. So, it's, so, it's so emotional because they don't get those last words. He's just, he can't even talk. He's so burnt up and, and disfigured. He can't even say anything. It's awful. Okay. Cuts to Clint's farm. He gets to hug his family. Uh- why does the arc reactor that uh, his endless energy shuts off? <laughs> it's not attached to his body anymore, as we know um, from Iron Man uh, 2. From this one. He pulled it off and handed it to... Oh, yeah, and he did that, too. <laughs> A dramatic effect, man. <laughs> um, Peter's back in school. He sees Ned. Scott gets to watch fireworks with Cassie and Hope. Um, she's not spending time with her dad, Hank, or her mom, who she got two seconds with before they were snapped away. <laughs> um, her mom, who she hasn't seen in 30 years, uh, spent about five minutes with her mom. She gets snapped away, but she's watching fireworks with Scott. Um, well, they were, it was it's battle. They were in battle together. There's a lot of adrenaline. There's a lot of connection okay. going on. Black Panther has his family. Tony's narrating in the background. Uh, it's a message left in his helmet. Recorded it before the time travel. He looks right at Morgan, says, I love you 3000, then turns off the recording. They must have watched that ahead of time, put her directly in front of it, because if she was off to the side and he pointed, if he was <laughs> if she was off to the side and he said, I love you 3000, was looking at like happy, it would have been real weird. But they set her right perfectly in line with his recording, which was How nice. How do you know? How do I know what? They didn't show like b- from behind her head to the recording. They showed her on the couch in the direction he was facing. Oh my god. You don't if know. She was sitting in the window 10 feet to her left. She would have been completely <laughs> off to the side. 
What do you mean? What do I know? What you do, saw. You, you saw not, the direction what, he was what do you pointing. Not like about this, like you don't like a a, a a a father giving his daughter like last sort of wishes and just encouragement. Like, what, what do you not like? Okay, uh, they put Tony's old heart on some flowers <laughs> the on fuck, the lake man? as it floats away. Um, I eventually found it. I, I hope I you have a, a question for Skay here. I don't. Why What's your I question for me, Dwayne? So as they pan through the people at the funeral, I didn't even get there yet. I'm saying, well, I, I'm saying, coming up. Not right now, but is there a question coming up for Skate? No, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You stop I, me whenever you. I know what Dwayne's you get talking, to whatever about. You're talking about. I know what he's talking about. But I'll, the... we'll go ahead. We'll wait. Okay. Uh, we literally see every single main character ish from the 22 movies to pay okay, their respects to Tony. Yeah, you're there. Go ahead, Dwayne. Who's the one character you don't know who it is? I see. There was somebody. There was somebody there, like I didn't recognize. Well, it's um, in my notes. So if you give me one sec, I can tell you, Skay. Yeah, who is it? No, no, Skay should answer. But the let's question. see if Skay knows who it is. See if you can figure it out. Uh, I can't remember yes. who they were. Two hours with, and thirty minutes in this podcast. Let's sit here for ten minutes and see if Skay can figure out who the dopey cunt kid from Iron Man Three is. Oh jeez, jeez, uh, there you go. Yeah, the the teenager who's by himself is the kid. Yeah, okay. Iron Man 3. Yeah, that's I I I mean, I remember that weirdo kid looking guy. Yeah, like, why is he there? Like, but yeah, I agree. That, that is the actual actor from. The movie. He's just grown up, obviously. Wasn't that huh. worth it, Skay? That's no. None that's that matters. Not really. <laughs> exactly. It does matter. It's a little trivia. That changes my. I mean, that changes that, my score saying, for the movie. Was look like isn't that? Go, it's a Black Panther. I know Skay. Skay does Skay not give a like, fuck about the, the dopey kid that? from Iron Man Three. He loves. I know. I Skay, I remember one person there. Who you're matters. talking about? Who's the one person there that we see in the background that matters? Nick Fury. Nick Fury. No. No. I don't. I don't. Come Who on. Are you talking about? You've been on. You've been on this show so many times. As in every single episode. Sexual icon Thunderbolt Ross is there. <laughs> He's sure. He's yeah. the only person that matters. That's there. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nick Fury's there. Um, Clinton Wanda have a moment for their losses. Um, uh, Clinton wishes to figure out why they were together. I'm like, oh yeah, the Soul Stone. Uh, <laughs> people are dead for real. Clinton wishes there was a way Nat would know that they won. Wanda says she does. They both do. Clint says, no, she doesn't. You fucking idiot. She's dead. <laughs> Which is a really harsh reaction to that. Um, cuts to new Asgard. Valkyrie says to Thor, "We can. Uh, when can we expect you back?" He says, uh, "I'm not your king now. I'm off to be in Guardians Four and flies away in a space beam." Super weird. Uh, cuts to Hulk, Toe and Cap. He has to return the stones to the exact time they got him. Cap says his goodbyes to Sam and Bucky. Bucky knows what he's going to do. Sam's just a dopey idiot and he doesn't understand what's about to happen. 
Was anybody uh, else like, where the fuck are they setting this thing up? Like, they're in the middle of the woods or some shit somewhere. <laughs> I right next to Tony's cabin, yeah, isn't I it? Say, yeah, I, I figured it out later. I was like, oh, that's where they're supposed to be. He says, gonna miss you, buddy. Cat uh, leaves, doesn't come back at the end of the countdown. Bucky turns around, calls for Sam. They see a small man sitting on a bench with a shield next to him. Sam goes over and it's old Steve Rogers. He tells Sam after he put the stones back, he thought he'd try some of that life Tony told him to get. Um, I'm sure, uh, you, I'm about... sure you hated this. Sure it was no, all... but uh, we'll Can't talk about the timeline. Yeah, we'll I knew it was going to be a timeline thing. Like... Oh my God. Well, yeah, it's, it is a timeline It has thing. to be. I, I agree. Um, According to the Russo brothers, the directors and writers of this film, there was debate as to whether or not that meant this cap went back in time and like hid in a corner as all the other events throughout time happen. Or if this was a new timeline and then he had to jump into our timeline to come back and give the shield to him. The Russo brothers have said definitively, Skay, which of the two options do you think they'd that it was. I, they I just ignore the events that happened the last 50, 60, just 70 you, years. Just say you don't I, care. That's it. Do, that's exactly it. I don't jump timelines, come back to this one, just come back to the shield. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I'm What's going with uh, jump timelines. Good. It, Captain America is sitting on a bench with the shield for Sam. That's I don't give a shit. Captain how he America got there. I don't care. Jumped timelines to come back to our timeline. So what? It it's actually uh, very it it means something going forward too, because during a uh, maybe a Disney Plus series, he could have gone and gotten advice from somebody, but he didn't, right? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier. He could have gone and talked to. Steve. Oh, yeah, because uh, um, <laughs> they keep asking what would Steve do, and then he's like right there on the fucking bench. It's like, oh, a good point. Right? Because that happens like four months after uh, Endgame. Steve wouldn't have died like, in those four months. He didn't look like he was dying or anything. Yeah, he looked pretty good. <clears throat> good point. Yeah, so he fucked off back to his own timeline, although Peggy's probably dead in that timeline, so I don't know what he was going back. I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> well, he lives a long um, time. He's got the serum. If he went back and put the stones back like they never left, the moment we were witnessing would have never happened in the new cap in Cap's new timeline. So yeah, that's more of the same. Um, cap what's, gives the shield to Sam. What's the four Sam. timelines on? You said there was four. Uh, I think I wrote it down. Maybe I didn't. Uh, we'll, oh, let me. I got one paragraph left. All right. Cap gives the shield to Sam so he can have his own Disney Plus show. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe a Cap movie. Who knows? We'll see. Um, Sam says, you want to tell me about her? Cap says, no, I don't think I will. Which is a famous meme from this movie. Flashes back to like the 50s or 60s. Cap is dancing with Peggy in a house. They kiss and the movie fades to black. Now, um, uh, the farthest back we know that he had to put the stones was the 70s. So he traveled back another 20 years after that, I assume. Um, to start his life with he Peggy. He would have to, yeah. Correct? Right. 
He wanted to get her in her prime ages. He didn't want to get 40-year-old yeah. Peggy. He wanted 20-year-old Peggy. <laughs> no, she would have been like 50 or 60 in the 70s, right? Ah, fucking knows. Well, that's the uh, that's Endgame. <laughs> what a great way to end Endgame. Um, yeah, there's... Alright, so... We already know. have the Steve timeline. Yeah, that's one. The Thanos... The world that doesn't have Thanos in it. Um, well, I don't know. I'm not. I don't have it in my notes, and I don't want to Google it and take forever to figure it out. To be honest, I thought I wrote it down, but I don't. Uh, it doesn't make sense. I'm sure there's some sort of Disney Plus show <laughs> that will figure it out later. Make all timelines into one sacred timeline. Who fucking cares? All right, fellas, we did it. We finished Endgame, and it's only been two hours and 37 minutes. Come on, that's pretty good. Only two things left to do. Rank them and rate them. Uh, Let's rate them first and then rank them. Um, As customary, Rami, you may go first, and let's try to keep it under a minute, please, as your reasoning as to why you rank the movie the way you rank it, or rate it. Sorry. That's five seconds already. <laughs> okay, you better hurry up. Wasting time. All right. So um, I have a feeling that uh, someone on this podcast is going to give this movie a really bad score. And and that's what fine. This is your it's your rating. You're, in, you're entitled to your opinion, and you can say what you want to say. And you it can talk about okay. you can talk about uh, timelines and 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 uh, uh, faults in the storyline and this would never happen in time travel. You, you don't know if that's the case, okay? <laughs> nobody nobody knows what happens when you go back in time. Nobody knows what happens if that even is a yeah, technology that exists. Yeah, Twenty seconds, okay? So I don't I don't think it's fair to fault because I've seen time travel movies that I've really enjoyed that I can just go with what they're telling me and really enjoy the can film. Can you start with the score, I've though? also seen time travel <laughs> movies where I've, I've pushed back and said, no, this story sucks. These characters are awful. I don't and like that's time. time. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. How? How can you say that you saw time travel movies that you pushed back on and said, no, I don't like that? By your own logic, you should like any time travel thing because you no, don't know how true. time travel works. Because there, there's plenty of – like Time Cop was a really good example that they brought in the, into this movie. That movie is very bad. It's awesome. It, the, what are you talking the, about? The dialogue you is don't know, you, the, but you don't know how time travel works? And I'm not – I didn't talk, talk about the time travel mechanic. I said the dialogue is terrible. The characters aren't interesting. I thought the story was stupid. So there's – there, there are, there are like, for example, the Terminator franchise. I love the first Terminators one and two. The rest of them are terrible. So I can enjoy the time mechanic and I can enjoy the story of a franchise, and then reject if the movie's garbage. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing premise. I went along with this film because I love the characters. I love the story. This is what we've been building up to, and the fact that they were able to achieve this monumental film and that someone's about to come on this podcast and probably give it a four is ridiculous. 
Nine point five. Why out of are you 10. assuming anything? Why do you assume stuff? Nine and Just a half out you, of ten. Give you a fucking rating and move on. Nine and a half out of ten, Dwayne. Nine point five out of ten. That's my rating. Next person. Nice. That was a uh, long way to Dwayne. get there. Yeah, long way to get to a nine and a half. Dwayne, go ahead. I'm going to give this a nine. Good for you. I I know a lot of people think Infinity War is better, and maybe it is. But this movie ended this this story well. Fucking Cap getting the hammer, all the stuff that happens, it's awesome. It's everything I wanted from this movie and more. Bernie? The first hour of this movie is like a four. Oh my the god. I second told, what did hour, I say? I said the four out of second, ten. I, mute him, Dwayne. <laughs> the second hour of this movie is like a seven. The last 40 minutes of this movie is like a nine. Um, I think there's only one option I can do to rate this movie that makes any sense in that's a seven and a half. Oh, <laughs> see you guys talking classic, about me. Classic way. More brutal on the seven and seven and a half than me. I had to give it a Dwayne seven and a half. Going with the ancient one score. <laughs> <laughs> and then Skay. Uh, you know, I think Bernie made a couple good points in terms of the time travel. And you know all all it's the things gobbly, he brought dude. up. It's it's just it's just nonsense. You know? That being said, I'm gonna give this movie a nine and a half because it was really fucking entertaining. Um, yes. the middle, uh, I've watched this like five times now. Middle's a little slow. The ending is so fucking good. Cap picking up that hammer. He says, "Avengers assemble." Like it's it's just fucking awesome at the end. The only beef I have at the end, of course, is an Ant-Man thing when he hot wires the van. First off, hot wiring a, a vehicle is bypassing the ignition system. If the battery's dead, you can't hot wire a fucking car. And then he pulls that bundle of wires from like up over his head. Like the cars don't have that. Is that <laughs> is he taking power off the quantum thing in the back? Like what the Probably. fuck? Like what is he doing? To call it something different. Call it quantum battery jumping. He's got the uh, solar and panel jam it on in the there. roof. Oh, Christ. Well, the dust in the sky, the, it's blocking all the solar energy. But come on. All kinds of holes in this plot, goddammit. Uh, 9.5. Really good. Good. So Bernie's the loser. Why yeah, you're, the loser? you're the one out of, the, out of all of us who hates This isn't a competition. It's an opinion. That's fine. I I literally don't care. <laughs> um, I it's I don't like gobbledygook, and a lot of this movie was gobbledygook. So, at least the first hour was nonsense. Um, I guess that leaves just one thing left to do, and that is rank them. Uh, Dwayne, why don't you go first? I'm gonna let Rami. Uh, Cool I'm, off I'm assuming bit. we're calling this <laughs> Avengers 4. 
Uh, it is Avengers correct. 4, so yeah. That's... All right. One, Avengers 4. Two, Avengers 3. Three, Thor 3. Four, Avengers 1. Five, Spider-Man. Six, Captain America 3. Seven, Doctor Strange 1. Eight, Iron Man 1. Nine, Captain America 2. Ten, Guardians 1. Eleven, Captain America 1. Twelve, Black Panther 1. 13, Guardians 2, 14, Captain Marvel 1, 15, Thor 1, 16, Iron Man 2, 17, Iron Man 3, 18, Ant-Man 1, 19, Avengers 2, 20, Thor 2, 21, Ant-Man 2, 22, Black Widow, 23, Hulk. Okay. Uh, Rami, you want to go next? Yeah, sure. Uh, number one, Winter Soldier. Number two, Infinity War. Uh, number three, Avengers One. Uh, number four, Thor Ragnarok. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Start over. Sure. Uh, number one, Winter Soldier. Uh, number two, Infinity War. Uh, number three, Avengers One. Uh, number four, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, number five, Endgame. Uh, number six, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, number seven, Civil War. Uh, number eight, Iron Man 1. Number nine, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 10, Captain America 1. Number 11, Guardians 2. Number 12, Doctor Strange. Number 13, Black Panther. Number 14, Thor 1. Number 15, Ant-Man 1. Number 16, Captain Marvel. Number 17, Iron Man 3. Number 18, Black Widow. Number 19, Avengers 2. Number 20, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 21, Hulk. Number 22, Iron Man 2. And number 23, the worst Marvel movie ever made, Thor 2. (laughs) All right. I just want you to know you have Endgame ranked fifth. Correct. And you gave this a nine and a half. That is correct. Because I, you guys don't know my scores for the Your other scale movies. is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have so, five movies between yeah. ten and nine and a half. Correct. So I'll, At I'll least tell five. you those. There's, There's no ten five. movie. There's no I'll tell ten you those. Movie. I'll tell you those real quick. Winter Soldier I have as a ten, which you guys. No. We know that. Yeah. Infinity War I have is 9.75. And then Avengers, Thor Ragnarok, and Endgame I all have at 9.5. Oh, all ties. Yeah, they're all ties. And so I had to kind of just break down them. And, and and Avengers 1 was just something I never thought I'd see on the screen. So that one kind of just pushes ahead. And then Thor Ragnarok was just such a quality film from front to start. I actually liked it more than Endgame. I did, and I can honestly say that. So they're all kind of nine point fives, and I had to I had to rank them. So that that made Such it tough. Insane scale. Yeah, um, I, I I know I've got like seven movies at nine plus. So I like Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, uh, two hours forty eight minutes. We know you like yeah. Marvel. All right, go ahead. Uh, it is canon. That's more Gator's like ten last. hours. If you add up all the podcasts, <laughs> yeah, way more than that. I know. Uh, 
Thor 3, 1, Avengers 3, 2, Captain America 2, 3, Spider-Man 1, 4, Avengers 1, 5, Guardians 1, 6, Iron Man 1, 7, Black Panther 1, 8, Ant-Man 1, 9, Doctor Strange 1, 10, Avengers 4, 11, Captain Marvel 1, 12, Captain America 1, <laughs> 13, I gotta break up these ones, uh, Guardians 2, 14, Captain America 3, 15, Avengers 2, 16, Thor 1, 17, Iron Man 2, 18, Black Widow 19, Thor 2, 20, Iron Man 3, 21, Ant-Man 2, 22, Hulk 23. Man, those ones, I literally have ones <laughs> for like half my list. That's, oh my God, it's so hard to say. Skay Man. Yeah. Bring us home. Okay. Um, Avengers 3, 1. Avengers 4, 2. Avengers 1, 3. Guardians 1, 4. Thor 3, 5. Iron Man 2, 6. Doctor Strange 1, 7. Captain America 3, 8. Iron Man 1, 9. Spider Man 1, 10. Black Panther 1, 11. Guardians 2, 12. Avengers 2, 13. Captain America 2, 14. Iron Man 3, 15. Thor 1, or I'm sorry, Thor 2, 16. Captain Marvel 17, Captain America 1, 18, Black Widow 19, Thor 1, 20, Ant-Man 2, 21, Hulk 22, fuck Ant-Man <laughs> 1, 23. Still the last. All right. Still yeah. down at the bottom. Still at the bottom. I don't know how you have Ant-Man 2 higher than Ant-Man 1. That's just <laughs> insane to me. That's it's, uh, I like the Wasp. Wasp is a little more powerful <laughs> version of Ant-Man. Oh my I, god. Wow. Plus okay. we get more giant man. And Tim Heidecker is in Ant-Man too. He's the boat like guide captain. He's the guy announcing on the boat. Tim Heidecker. Oh, well, that's obviously better than Yeah, uh, obviously. I'm gonna give anyone who wants the opportunity one last chance for your final thoughts. In case you have anything else you want to get off your chest. This is very pointed towards uh, Rami. <laughs> uh, Rami, do you have anything else about this movie or anything you would like to get off your chest before we well, no, I'll, bid I'll, you adieu? Yeah, I'll, I'll preface this by saying, yes, I'm very opinionated, of course, when it comes to these to these films. And when I when I call people out on their particular opinions, I'm not actually, you know, ang- I, I know I come off as angry, but I'm not really angry. Um, because I do, I do, res- I do respect, I do respect y'all's opinions. Uh, you're allowed to like what you like. Um, but here's what I am surprised about. I will be honest about this. Bernie, I'm very surprised that by you watching this movie at home and taking yourself out of the theater environment, you were actually able to enjoy the movie less. Um, that was in that way through all of them, except yeah. for like Thor three and infinity war. <laughs> yeah. Because when I see this movie still at home, I just remember myself in that environment and it's, I'm not playing off that nostalgia. I really think it's a fantastic mm. film. And the way that you just wrap up 10 years of Marvel storytelling and you present us with this as a conclusion, I just was, blown away 
So um, I'm, I'm, I, I loved it. I loved it. I'm, I'm so happy I got to record this with you guys that I got to share my opinions. And I know that you guys have one more movie to record after this, which is Spider-Man Far well, From We have Home. several. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to do Shang-Chi and then you're going to do Eternals and you're going to kind of go down the list. Um, but um, I mean, just for, for, for a, for a film franchise to have 23 films in and for us to get the type of quality we've had and for you guys to see that my top 10 list has seven, my top 23 list has like, like seven or eight movies with nines. I obviously love what they're doing. And, um, I, I will tell you from my perspective, I go into this movie treating it as its own thing. Okay. None of the other movies matter to me. I'm watching this movie. I'm taking notes on this movie. What are my thoughts on this movie? Um, I am erasing everything I've thought about the movies before going into it, except for Thor 3. I went into that movie totally biased. (laughs) I'm not going (laughs) to bullshit you. Um, And then I just judge it on the merits of, you know, a fresh, like in my mind, just fresh watching this movie. And I look for faults in the movie. And doing so, I realized that a lot of these movies that I like held up the MCU movies to this pedestal and then rewatch them. Like a lot of these movies are not great movies, not as good as I thought they were. Um, and that's not like the end games and the infinity wars and all that stuff. There's a lot of the middle shit. That's just really bad movies. The Iron Man twos and threes and, you know, stuff that I watched the first time and I was like, yeah, you know, it wasn't the best movie, but you know, it was a good movie. And I rewatch it like this movie's not, <laughs> this is not a good movie. Uh, this movie, this movie sucks. I have no problem saying MCU movies suck. You would rather kill yourself than say an MCU movie sucks. I think. I mean, I've Other got some pretty. Hulk. I've got some movies that are pretty low on my list. I mean, I thought Ant Man Two was not good. Um, obviously, Thor no, Two, awful. Abomination, and I got Hulk down there. Iron Man Three, terrible. Iron Man Two is one of the worst sequels ever. So I mean I, I do have opinion I do have opinions, but when it came to the big ones, like I, I thought Avengers two was the worst, but I mean Avengers one, Avengers three, Avengers four, I just don't have many faults about those films. And maybe it was because I've... I'm playing I'm playing off my nostalgia and I'm playing off my theater experience. But yeah, I just I, I look at these movies without the the Marvel fan glasses on. That's just really tough. I, at least what I try to do. That's tough so. for me. But that's fair. That's fair. All right. That is Avengers Endgame. Fellas, we got one more movie left. And then possibly come out with some others once Shang-Chi and all those other ones start coming out. Mm. Maybe maybe we'll have an after credits episode. Maybe. So you, <laughs> if you see episodes go really, really long, you can think it's a normal episode because this episode's three hours. But if you see like a five-hour episode, well, then maybe there's a... <laughs> end credit scene I should stick around for uh, not on this one though we've done quite enough on this episode Skay uh, I know you often forget that it is your job to close this out but I assume by now you would remember <laughs> since it's, oh, it's man. Uh, 23 episodes uh, in here uh, I have to do this uh, um, I hope you're kidding right now <laughs> no I remember I was thinking of something um, from our present self 
in the past, which is your future, to your present future listening to our podcast from the past, we'd like to thank you for listening to our Endgame podcast. Marcel, our past, future, present selves, and all the rest of us here on the Cross the Streams Media Network. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Cross the Streams Media Podcast.